Hey everyone, welcome to the Rooster Teeth Podcast. This week brought to you by MeUndies, Skillshare, and Tracker. There, there, and there. Uh, I'm Gus. I'm Blaine! I'm Chris. I'm John. I'm Gus. I got pubes on my microphone. Are they yours? <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Those aren't pubes. False alarm. <laughs> we're all right here. Yeah, so we were talking like, right before the podcast started. Like, I felt like, well, I did something really dumb. Uh, I guess I'll tell that part first. Like, an hour before the podcast, like at 3.50, I was like, I'm gonna upgrade my laptop to the new version of Mac OS. Why would you do that? It finished literally less than a minute to go. It, I think at 4.59, it was done and I was able <laughs> oh, to log stop? in. Yeah, I'm in. And it went off the black screen? It went for, uh, to a black screen for a while. <laughs> I was like, hmm, does it, do I need to reboot it? Is it going to be fine? Well, yeah, it, it actually worked. I was in a meeting where I was exporting a document that I needed for that meeting. And this has happened in school, too. I've been in school and I needed to, like, do something for a class, like export a video for a film class. And I'll be sitting there on in class, like, listening to the professor and looking at my laptop. And it's, like, just barely finishing. I hate that. That, that happened to us at the first Let's Play Live in Austin where we were supposed to have, uh, and it's in the documentary if you watch the, the Let's Play Live documentary, uh -huh. where there's supposed to be uh, a video introducing the heist. But like, it, there literally wasn't enough time left before the show for the export. Like, oh, the time left on the export bar was too far. And it was like, just export it. Just, ex just finish the export. How did, that, how did that story end? We had to uh, do a live setup on stage instead oh, of using wow. the video to set it up. That's oh. rough. Yeah, Why so was it being exported that close? To the there end? was a fight about it. And if you watch the documentary, you can see it gets... It gets very heated. Was that the one where Jack like had to apologize or, or yeah, not Jack, had to, but he chose to apologize? Jack and Jeff, yeah, get, get into a little argument about why the video is not really ready. a sweet moment afterwards because then Jack apologized and Jeff and Jack had a nice little bro moment. The drama, I, the action, I'm, watch it now on RT Docs. I don't remember if I'm in the shot or not, but I was standing there and I was like... Yeah, anybody who told <laughs> the story secondhand or, or even like after witnessing it said it was one of the most legitimately awkward moments they've ever experienced, especially here at the company. Like so, Jack legit, legitimately like lost it. How do you deal, Gus, with like conflict like that? Do you just kind of- I was happy it wasn't me. Yeah. <laughs> but so, say I were to come and con in, in like start a conflict with you in like a, an argument, just really guns a-blazing. I guess it depends on your probably your validity of your yeah. argument. Yeah, I mean that's really what it boils if, down if, to. If like Gus legitimately if, wronged you in some way, I would imagine you're you're a big enough man to yeah. like, be apologize. It, it, it depends on, I guess, my perspective of it. Uh, as to whether or not I thought you were correct or not. It smells like <laughs> that's what it boils down to. Do you and Esther argue very much? I mean, it's not very frequent at all. No. But, I mean, it's happened a couple of times, but it's it's really that's pretty rare. good. A couple of times, and <laughs> and you've been married for it's how been long? a little over eleven years. A couple of times. Yeah, that's good. We have, we have, a, we have ha a pretty good track record. Have you ever been legitimately angry at me? I don't think so. Have I? I, I don't think so. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, nothing comes to mind. I used to be a lot angrier when I was younger. Like when we first started Rooster Teeth, like that was kind of known as being like the guy who would get irrationally angry. But I mean, that, yeah. I think I aged out of that. It's I gone. I think you still carry on that persona, like the community yeah. perceives you as like grumpy Gus. And I, when I came into the company at first, I was, I don't know how you guys felt, but I was like, yeah, Gus is going to be like an asshole. I'm going to give him his space. I think <laughs> I'm like closer to you than most of the other senior <laughs> People that work here. You're super See, nice. I'm a nice guy. Nice. He's super nice. Nice guy. Nice guy, Gus. Good guy, Gus. Play video games in your office. Rebranding right now. Yeah. From now on. Wait, Good so <laughs> how let's I, I want to find out. Have you guys ever been mad at me? Or like has there been any big conflicts between any of the podcast people that are on right now? I think there I, I can't I can't think of when what it was, but I can remember a time being legitimately upset at you about something. I think when you farted on me. I know. <laughs> That's what I was going to say. I, there are times where we've been in meetings and you keep farting and you laugh it off like it's a joke. And I'm just like pissed off at you because everyone, See, I everyone think is in there ha is trying to do something. 
<laughs> That's why John is like the ideal friend. Yeah. Because they'll fart and be like, I'm so, I'm so sorry. Yeah. And then he'll be like, I can't smell it. And I'll be yeah. like, oh, But even uh, though you can't smell it, it's still got a bot. Does it why bother you? Would a fart if I can't if like that's like asking someone who's blind, like, even though you can't see it, doesn't this bright light and all these flashing colors bother you? It's like, no. It's still something that came out of his ass. <laughs> I don't like, care. You know, it's like, it's, if it's, the bright lights were coming out of his ass, a blind person <laughs> might care about that. Like, if, yes. someone, if you had no sense of taste and someone was like, here, lick this, and then you licked it, yeah, and then it turns out it was Blaine's ass. Yeah, but when, when Blaine farts... Specifically, <laughs> when anybody farts, the the mixture of the particles into the air becomes it turns into such a low percentage. You haven't smelled his fart. No, but I'm no, saying like, like it's, the it's mouth way hot, denser than you think. <laughs> what if what if he farted on you? I actually in college, I I for a, a year I lived in a dorm, and <laughs> when uh, <laughs> Can you imagine where this is going. <laughs> I just like like stupid little boy laugh. So you're so excited about it. Um, when my when my dorm mates and we had we were in a hall and so we were all like friends. We were like um, 2D. That was our hall, 2D. And uh, when they found out I couldn't smell, they didn't believe me. And so they were trying to devise a way to see if it was legitimate. And so what they determined was that there was one guy in the hall who was known for his farts being extra bad. And so they set up a, a very scientific test of us standing in the hallway and him farting right into my face <laughs> to see if I reacted. You know what you are, John? What? You're like the kid. There's this kid named Kenny. Um, uh, <laughs> I don't and, think any story named, involving a kid named Kenny is ever going to end up well. Named, yes, yes. Is that guy? No, that no. Guy? no. This is a kid named Kenny in my middle school, and he was the kid who was like, he just wanted to be liked. And so he he would like people would would um, pick stuff off the cafeteria floor, like an old gummy bear that was like covered in dirt, and be like, "Hey, Kenny, eat this!" And he'd be like, "Yeah, okay, guys, all right." And he'd oh, eat God. the gummy bear, and and then everyone would be like, "Oh!" And he'd be like, "Ha ha ha!" Because he just wanted attention. Yeah. And like he, he and he thought that was like him making friends. But this was, you this, was, was you, a, this was a no. This was like I couldn't lose in this scenario because I can't smell. Chris. Yeah, you can lose. I can't smell. You're, you're the dude getting farted. In his face. You're gonna get so? pink eye. You got pink <laughs> eye. Probably, yeah. You know what, Chris? I bet you, you didn't do anything stupid in college. No, I did plenty of I'm sure of you stuff haven't done anything stupid in front of a camera. No, I've done plenty I'm sure of you haven't done stuff that you'd regret or other people would But think, I'm not a Kenny. A I'm not a Kenny, John. <laughs> I'm just saying, you're throwing shade at me, and let's just look through your your uh, career reel. Hey, do you want me to, you want to make you feel better, John? Because Chris is attacking you right now. <laughs> uh oh. One of the first videos that I had to, or one of the first things that I had to do when I was an intern was edit videos for RT Live. <laughs> and I remember like sometimes we'd have weeks where we just have content out the butt. Like people had been filming stuff around the office. It was great. Yeah. And then sometimes you had to dig deep into the dregs of our old the files. Tricks. Yeah. So like you'd have to find like old crap that was, you know, I know lost. So I remember digging through our server <laughs> and going through and just like, oh, this is crap. This is crap. And then I found a video called Chris Diaper. And I was like, <laughs> okay, let's see where this goes. And then I proceeded to watch, like, poor little college Blaine, a fan mailed in adult diapers into Rooster Teeth, and then Chris thought it would be a great idea if he and, I don't know, like, Brandon or someone else put these diapers on, and then proceeded to soil themselves in these diapers and film it for an RT So life. you shit yourself. No, I didn't shit myself. It was pee. Okay, you peed yourself. Uh, Chris Will is the only source here. No, it was he just done both. You willingly peed yourself. He did pee, but I remember there was, like, close-up shots on Chris's crotch and I'm just like sitting there like 
like looking around if anybody else is watching. <laughs> it's just like really but That's definitely not as bad as getting far in your face. Well, it was never released. <laughs> oh, but mine was never released either because there's no footage of it, and I'm just telling you the story. So th that footage was never released? Uh, no. So, you know, for Extra Life. No. <laughs> I don't even oh. think it exists anymore. Speaking of which, speaking of for Extra Life, we had to get rid of the milk that was behind me. Ooh. Uh, oh. it, it was the 2018 milk had to go away because it looked like it was about to explode. Mm. Uh, you could have just opened pressure. it up to air it out? What are you talking about? No, it was you. you well, who was here? You were here, right, John? I, I was yeah. Here for Chris? The milk. yeah, it was. It's. It was really nasty. It was. So, it was. The 2017 milk is still okay. It's still back over there. It's but, weird. Uh, wait, so the 2018 didn't last, but the 20 wait, yeah. what? 2016 didn't last. Which one was that? 2018. That was the Theoretically, the fresher milk was about to. Well, explode. no, they. They. It's not that it was fresher. They were both purchased on the same day. I just labeled them two different things. Oh. So that but one was one one was ready to explode. I wonder if it's getting hit by light or something. That's what some guy speculated. I said maybe like in manufacturing. Some like, guy, one of your coworkers. I don't remember who it was. Who said it? Was it Nick? <laughs> no, some someone said maybe. Yeah, some fucker. I don't you know. I wasn't paying attention. They're I was all a waiting bunch for my generic white boys. It's hard to tell them all apart. Okay. It's true. Are you watching the Let's Play Family Reunion? It's just a bunch of white boys in California. <laughs> um, yeah, those guys. Uh, Jack rivaled my uh, title for Cheese Master last night. I, I, I've out, only right? heard about it, and they even like touched on it. Apparently, he, like passed out at one point, and he's fine today. But what? I guess he got really bad last night. What there there was alcohol in a hot tub involved, which is not a great. Like, wait, wait, the hot tub was full of alcohol. Yes, there was not a hot yes. tub of alcohol. No, no, no. Involved. The hot tub was full of alcohol. Wait, Chris. really? It was full. How were you salutatorian? You, <laughs> you were so salutatorian, <laughs> and I question this constantly. Why couldn't there have been a hot tub full of alcohol? Oh, I don't know, Chris. <laughs> how much is a, it's like a, what, per ounce? How much is alcohol? And then filling a fucking hot tub with it. Whoa, 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 whoa. Do you think you could actually afford filling it? Yeah. Now, now we don't have to ask whoa, whoa, if Blaine's whoa, whoa, ever whoa. been mad at Chris. Okay. Yeah. All right, dude. All right. Dude. What? What are we? What are we? What is the point of this thing? It's like they're going out there and and doing a bunch of jackass stuff. Sure. Right? Okay. A, a hot tub full of alcohol seems. Within the realm of possibility. It really does not. It doesn't. Because, like, you would have to heat up the alcohol. No one's going to want to drink alcohol that someone's Ooh, been sitting in. I wonder. But it's also just the sheer mass. <laughs> I wonder if it heated volume. up and the vapor got in your nose. I bet you would get That's what I'm so I'm legitimately going to, like, the scientific ramifications of an entire large vat of boiling. Not, not boiling. boiling. Just like, like 130 degrees. Well, right? alcohol yeah. boils Faster than water, right? Because the alcohol will leave, right? But then it. it but in a hot tub, I don't know. If, yeah, in a hot tub, I think you'd still probably be okay. I'm just saying. I bet you could get really drunk. You I bet you could. Up. Did you? you I think you die. You, you probably would. No. Do you no. remember that <laughs> shitty song from the '90s, uh, "Steal My Sunshine" by yeah. the group? Yeah, yeah. It was like dun, a one-hit one. Dun, 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 yeah. Dun, dun. No, keep, keep I, I read. What is it? I read a, a little <laughs> bit of trivia about the music video they made for that the other day. I guess like the music, the the label was really into it. They thought the song was going to be huge, uh. so. They gave the band $150,000 to make a music video, and they spent $100,000 on liquor. And they said that they had so much liquor, they broke an elevator at the hotel they were staying at, trying to get it all up to their rooms. And that was like, How do you spend that much money? I mean, I guess if you're going to hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what made me think about it. It's like, I can't imagine. It's like, you get all that money, like, let's just buy liquor for the duration of the shoot. I'm even thinking, like... Uh, Alana and I were looking up the most expensive things that you could buy on Amazon just out of curiosity just came up and one of them was uh, lubricant you could get an oil drum filled with lubricant I think Couch Shop might have done that recently 
but it's like like thirteen hundred dollars or fourteen hundred dollars for a barrel of lube. So that's it. Extra life. Oh yeah, that'd be fun. That'd be cool. Ah, oh, can you imagine a slip and slide with lube? I think it would be dangerous. I think we'd <laughs> we'd have someone would just like a trip <laughs> like we'd break the sound barrier. Man. It'd be that like, sounds like a lot of fun. It'd be like a Christmas <laughs> vacation. Yeah, yeah that's that's the only image that's going through my head right now. It goes down the toboggan in that uh in that nonstick coating. Um, but anyway, so I was saying like I was uh I felt when we started I was upgrading my laptop I felt like really discombobulated. I said I felt almost like one of those dreams you have or a nightmare where it's like you show up to class and there's a final and you forgot that you had that class and you're not wearing pants. Or, or some combination <laughs> of that. It's like I only went to school. I only went to college for a year, and I still have those fucking dreams. Really, I never had the pants or the, like, the nudity dreams, but I had the ones where you didn't study or didn't read or didn't go to class the entire time, mm -hmm. and just woke up with the worst panic ever. And I still do. I hate that. Like, I'm I'm a decade out of any school, and I still have those kinds of nightmares every once in a while. Mm -hmm. I have those, and then sometimes I'll have these ones. I don't know if it's based on like how the person is wired, but I have a lot of dreams where it comes to a physical activity and I can't perform. Like where it's like Sex? blank. No, 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 no. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess that's that's been a, a dream, but like no, like, all right, Blaine, you're in a race or you're being chased by something, and then I just can't. Like I just like I'm running like slow motion in my sleep. <laughs> I think I've had a erectile dysfunction dream before. I think I've had that kind of a dream. Yeah. That's probably something normal, right? <laughs> <laughs> I've never had one of those. No, yeah, I've never no, had one. Right. I've had me. dreams where I've like had sex with like fat men, and I wake up and like, <laughs> what was that brain? Like, I don't feel oh. so bad about my dream anymore. Wait, wait, let's delve a little deeper. I don't know how it comes up, but I've had Describe dreams it. where it's just a, a fat, hairy guy, and I'm for some reason porking him, and <laughs> in, and I'm like into it, in even though like I wake up and I'm like, <laughs> why are you having? Hmm. I don't know. You want, Analyze I, me, audience. I, I really don't put any stock in a dreams. I think it's just like no, random fires of your brain. Yeah. You know, I know some people are like, oh, well, this dream could mean that, or just this dream could mean this. Like, I just think it's just your brain, like, oh, let's let's see what kind of cookie shit we can come up with. Yeah. I no. think there is some element of like your worries and fears, you know. Yeah, but I'm like, not worried about I don't, missing I don't a think, test. I don't think like cavemen had dreams about missing tests. Well, tested probably didn't exactly. exist for cavemen. So it's not like random. <laughs> They're like, you can't dream about something that doesn't exist. Oh, God. I woke up. There was white sheet. I don't know what means. Teacher. I don't know. Chris. I'm just I do think it's... Just keep talking. Keep talking. There are... Okay, I've had... I have panic dreams about, like, shoots and stuff. Yeah, like, and have you ever been on a shoot before? Yeah, exactly. Oh, so there's context in there for why you would have had that dream. Yeah, so it's not no. just random firings. What? I'm just saying. <laughs> no, okay. You're amazing, Chris. It's, you can't have a dream. We all, we know you can't have a dream about something you don't even know about. Like, I can't have a dream about what it's like to exist in the fourth dimension. You could, though. You don't know. I'm just saying you could have that dream. Show of hands. No, I can't. Anybody, has anybody ever had a dream about existing in the fourth dimension? How no. would I have a no dream? One. There's like an alien in the corner that's like. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone's raising their hand right now and we can't see it because <laughs> it's in the fourth dimension. I can't. I can't dream about something I don't know about. That still doesn't mean that that, that Gus is talking about. It's random stuff of just what's going on in your head. He's yeah. not saying well, random stuff of anything in existence. I had a dream the other night. Sorry, Alana, that a girl gave me her phone number, and I remember taking the piece of paper and looking at it, and I 
couldn't decipher what the numbers were. And I think I'd heard this on the podcast or something before to where your brain, you can't read. I or can read. In, in your uh, yeah, dreams? I, I dispute that that claim. I've heard people say that, but I can read in my dreams. I think, though, like my brain couldn't come up with an actual phone number because mm. I would really be curious if I called that number. What it was? What it would have been? Yeah, dream with, girl? With Are you the girl in my dreams? <laughs> Hello, <laughs> hey, Morty's Pizza. Can I help no, no. You? Then you 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 arrange to meet, and it's the big fat hairy dude. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we call it comes first circle. The, the 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 one I have most often about not being able to perform is in my dream. I'll want to open my eyes. And I think it's my body really wanting to open my eyes. Yeah. And it's like I, I'm entering this fight where in my dream, my eyes are kind of open, but not fully open. And I'm trying to open them all the way. And oh. I'm just struggling with my physical body. Yeah. You just reminded me, has anybody been following, uh, what's his name? Adam Ellis? Uh, oh, that's such a fucking bullshit story. Fuck dude. you. It's so bullshit. Why it's is so it bullshit? easily prove that you can, that that ghost story is bullshit. There's a guy, not Adam Ellis, like the big uh, Viking man that works in IT here. There's a dude who's a writer for a book that's promoting his book or some shit, and he's his 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 uh, apartment is haunted, and he's been right. releasing these tweet. Uh, it's so good to follow yeah. though. Pa Patrick uh, is on vacation, but he sent me that like last week. Someone it's so fun that. to follow. Bullshit. I don't care if it's. A if it's fake, because I don't believe in ghosts anyways. I don't think there's anything for a ghost to be. So I know for a fact it's fake and that there's a way to 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 explain everything away, but it's super fun to like to to read like what's going on. He, if he's if he's just writing this like as he goes, he's doing a great job of creating a great ghost story. I'm sitting there and poking fucking holes in everything. Cool. Though. You have no imagination and you have no fun. That's I do have an imagination. <laughs> Jeez, Blaine is loud today. I'm yeah. sorry, I had a Red Bull. <laughs> Man, got feisty Blaine again on the podcast. But it's <laughs> it's one of those down that Red Bull. The too, the yeah. ghost story starts. I love how he started. Where it's that he was told that there's a there's a ghost in. In the the place he was moving into. Do you know anything about I, this? I know about this. I heard and that, about this. And that if you can ask him any question, but you can only ask him two questions at a time. If you ask him a third question, then he kills you. Oh my God! What is wrong with you? Why because can't you have I, a little is, fun? This is a new development that sounds like such stupid That's shit. That's the beginning. That's how it started. What the 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 questions thing? Yes. Because I, all I can remember is something is up with his hall, his hallway, and the cats keep staring at. The no, door. this is this is you got to go back to the beginning. He moved into a new apartment. He was told that story, and then he had a dream where he met this kid, and then he asked him a question. The kid answered. He asked him another question. The kid answered, and they asked him a third question, and then like it all went wrong, and he woke up, and then that's when a bunch of weird stuff happened. That happened even before the whole hallway thing. There's a whole bunch of stuff. It's a really long story. It's amazing to read. So, I just I don't like that he's. Uh, putting it out. Who as cares? Real. Who's he hurting? Blaine, apparently. <laughs> My feelings. Uh, no, uh, yeah, okay. there's enough good point. There's enough shit going on in this world. There's enough bad news on Twitter that if there's one guy, there's no bad news in the world. I mean, let's not, not just say bad yeah. news on Twitter. There's bad news in the world. That's what I'm saying. But this is specifically he's telling the story on Twitter, so that's yeah. why I was using that as an example. I guess it's just the fact that it's being it's fiction that's being presented as truth. That's bothering me because I don't like that he's fooling so many people when I clearly see through it. But I will give you this: it is it is entertaining to watch, and I'll let you have this. I Fine. think I it's think like, it's like going to the Blaine. It's like going to the theater and watching like The Conjuring. It's like based on a true story. Like, yeah, yeah, no, it's based it's, on a true story. I think basically, <laughs> shut up. I I think basically anybody who's reading this who already is inclined to think of ghosts, cool. They actually think this is happening, and those who are inclined to not do to believe that ghosts don't exist. I don't think this is swaying anybody. I don't think this... What's going on over there? What'd you do? We'll get to it when we get to it. Okay. Married. I don't think this is swaying anybody. It's just a fun story to read. 
I guess, I, yeah, it's just ticking me off. It's like people are like, it's like, it's, so it's like when the McElroy brothers on, on my brother, my brother, and me get find uh, eBay listings of ghost dolls and love to read the listings of ghost dolls. Did they ever buy those? No, uh, they did buy one for their show on CISO and and have? brought it onto the show. And it was a fantastic story. It's but it's like the same thing. Like they don't actually think that ghosts exist, but they think those are hilarious and they love to tell the stories. It's, it's two, fun. It's fun. It's fun. It's two things that have been pissing me off on Twitter. That's been one of them, kind of low key. I'll still read it, but I'm just like, oh, such bullshit. Uh, the whole retweets thing, where it's like, hey, if you do this, then we'll do this. I'm just getting so fucking tired of wait, that. Wait, you wait, mean what? like SB7 for streaming? I love the Sugar Pine 7 guys, but I like, I gotta mute those dudes because it's just overboard. No, it's great. You, okay. I, love it. I like, even, like, they're so aware of it. Like, even yesterday, Steven Subject was like, if this is the worst thing ever, retweet. Like, okay, yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. You, it's awful. You have you are easily triggered by social media. You get bothered by social media a lot. In yeah, what's fact, wrong, to, Snowflake? To the point <laughs> <laughs> you react negatively to social media and people doing stuff on social media quite often. That's why you're blocked from me on Instagram. Ooh. Oh, wait, I'm, I'm wait, blocked you? Yeah, you complained about selfies, and I was like, all right, you don't have to watch it, so I blocked you. Oh, okay, fair enough. Uh... <laughs> Oh, that didn't bother me. <laughs> you did. You literally brought it up to me in a conversation. You said selfies and specifically my selfies you think are stupid and bother you. So I blocked you. I say they're stupid. You do post a lot of selfies. Yeah. Cool. I don't care. Don't follow me. Your donger was in one of them too. And I was just That's like, from oh. like two, three years ago. Wait, he had, what, his, his donger, donger was his, in it? His donger was in this it. This is three years ago. That's what I'm saying is that you even bring up something three years ago. It's something that bothers you. <laughs> this is, this is the... This is the podcast where nobody had ever fought with anybody, but tonight it's everybody against everybody. It's a fucking Wait, free for all. When was his donger in it? There was one where he <laughs> like it was, was in black and white. It was and like he's an outline. That was probably when I was allegedly. A, it's allegedly a, it's an alleged donger. That's probably what it was. The last time I was really upset at you because you <laughs> made a big deal about selfies, and I was like, allegedly. you don't need to make someone feel bad because they post a picture of their face on the internet. I okay. I wasn't making fun of you for like you know oh you're making great progress your body and you need to stop showing it off. It wasn't anything like that. It's just like, I don't know, it's just too many. It's just the cool. overload. What's that based on? It's based on your opinion. You're trying to make me feel bad about me using my social media in any way that I want yeah, to. get shit on in the comments for this one. This is rough. <laughs> <laughs> this is not good. This, this is bad. Eject. Eject. <laughs> but at the same time, mm -hmm. I won't make this personal. I won't do that. Never mind. Do I post a lot of selfies? No, but I was going to say... Call me out, please. I was going to say that your girlfriend posts nothing but selfies for the most part on her Instagram account and you comment and like them and you like that's them cute. and that's what it is and I, and there's nothing wrong with Alana doing that I think that's fantastic I, I like her Instagram feed as well mm. but I lit it was literally that day I think you did that that Alana did it and, it, and I caught it. I was like that's almost all of Alana's stuff but you but because I, I don't know for what reason because I'm your friend because I'm a guy because whatever you decided to pick me out and and then not judge your girlfriend. Yeah, I guess that's pretty Well, I guess it's one of those things, I guess from, he wants to follow you because, and I would say the same thing, that because we're friends, but also, I don't necessarily want to see your donger. <laughs> it, was, it wasn't even my that donger. bad. It was I don't nothing. post my donger, okay? Like, it, it was, so that is an invalid statement as is, to why you don't do it. I love that so we're calling benign. it a donger. Can I just say that? Yeah, like, I love the, I'm fine with the so donger. It is so benign, it's not even flagged. Like, it hasn't been removed. The, the donger picture. The, right. donger, the donger picture. picture. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a flaccid <clears throat> donger. But right. still up there. His, right. his donger is so inoffensive. <laughs> you can't even see it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Not um, even going to argue that. Uh, I did have a conversation about the word dongle earlier today. Like the little keychain thing? Yeah, yeah, and how some people are like, not offended, but like, are bothered by the word dongle. Why? 
I know because it sounds like dong. It's funny. They, it's a funny word because it has the word dong in it. Yeah, yeah. That's why it just, sounds like dong. There's a you know when you're talking in computer terminology, like if you're dealing with multiple systems or like replicated systems, it used to be you would refer to those systems as a master system and a slave system, but about Ooh. 10 years ago, that began falling out of favor, and now you refer to them as primary and secondary. Yeah, that's a whole audio term, uh, master yeah. and slave. So it's 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 interesting how uh, words can can have a meaning greater than what you're talking about in the moment. And it never it never bothered me when <laughs> I was dealing with. <laughs> Why are we cutting to Blaine taking his clothes off? It's fucking We're hot fine. here. Well, here, let me read this. Also, getting roasted didn't help. Uh, <laughs> oh, I want to remind everyone: this episode of the podcast is brought to you by Me Undies. You already know Me Undies makes the most comfortable underwear in the world. If underwear isn't your thing, we're excited to announce that MeUndies socks are finally here. Be ready for work, play, and everything in between with the new MeUndies socks. MeUndies will be the most comfortable pair of underwear and now socks you will ever own. 100% satisfaction guaranteed. They guarantee you will love your undies and socks or your money back. Right now, MeUndies has an exclusive offer just for our listeners. Get 20% off your first order and free shipping. MeUndies is so sure you'll love their underwear and socks will give you a 100% satisfaction guarantee. Simply order a pair, and if you don't love it, you get a full refund. It's a no-brainer, 20% off, free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. What are you waiting for? Get your exclusive 20% off, the best and softest underwear and socks you'll ever own. Free shipping, 100% satisfaction guarantee. Go to MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. That's MeUndies.com slash Rooster Teeth. There's a huge fight going on for socks right next to me. I don't know if you could hear that <laughs> the, the whole thing. time. Um, I've got my socks on right now. I'm Yundi socks. They're really comfortable. They gave us a bunch of free ones, so Chris and I have been fighting over them. <laughs> oh, man. Right, did y'all settle it? Are y'all done? Yeah, because I won. <laughs> Is it going to be a donger fight? <laughs> Where's the other ones? You got two. You gave one pair. I thought you had two pair when that fight started, Blaine. I had three originally, and then Chris stole them. Out from underneath my yeah, butt. Yeah, I, I had two. one and you had three, so I took. Whoa, you got cool ones. <laughs> I got. I have. I have Gus's, so Gus and I can be sock buddies. Yeah, I guess same socks. <clears throat> These are cool. Um, Wh which ones did you get? They're actually really comfortable. No. Well, there's no shit. Mandy's is fucking awesome. I'm wearing their boxes right now. That's all I wear anymore. So good. Um, uh, oh, and then I, I one other thing. I, I, I may as well mention this now. I don't know if you've noticed. We have the uh, the Ruby Combat Ready. I'm game Combat here Ready on the. Uh, on the coffee table, <coughs> we're gonna be. It's gonna be coming to Kickstarter this Wednesday, September twenty seventh. Uh, so if you're watching this live, that's two <laughs> days from now. If you're watching this on YouTube, it's today, September okay. 20, September twenty seventh. Uh, Ruby Combat Ready is a co op board game where two to four players join forces, take on infamous Ruby villains, and slay monstrous Grim. Uh, it's produced by us and world renowned board game developers Arcane Wonders. Uh, they've done games like Sheriff of Nottingham, Mage Wars, Viral. Uh, so players cooperate as Team Ruby, overcome a powerful villain, uh, along with several deadly objectives that modify gameplay. Battle plays out as a series of duels, with players engaging the villain in turn. Uh, dueling player is at center stage, driving the battle forward. Other players are assisting the player or tackling other objectives. Uh, Fast-paced, action-packed, tons of tactical decisions and surprises, and it's coming to Kickstarter this week. So uh, be sure you check it out if you want to uh, get more info on the game. They'll have it on Wednesday. And so, if I'm uh, translating that correctly, the game is a is a cooperative game yes. where it's everybody wins or everybody mm -hmm. doesn't win, that kind yeah. of a thing. Yeah, that's a whole like genre. Brian's, um, Brian's nodding. Yes. Yeah, we got Brian here. I like Brian's from uh, Rusty Games. Yeah, I like that kind of game. Yeah, it's a whole genre of games that I'd never experienced until like I don't know the last few years that that was an actual way that games could play. Because you always think of games as just a versus kind of thing. That's super fun. I, what's the what's the one game where everyone starts Twister. out? Twister. Shut up. <laughs> no, that was a movie. 
<laughs> What's the one game everyone starts out working together? They're in the, the the creepy house, and then at one point the event happens. Oh, uh, uh, checkers. <laughs> All right, we've marked on the calendar another day where I'm legitimately upset at Blaine because he's a big fucker. Huh? Betrayal and House on the Hill. That's a great game. I love it because you start off all working together and then an event happens and one person then has to become like the antagonist. Right, yeah. Is that the one that he builds the story progressively and it can go like any different path? Yeah. 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 And it's like a game. combination of stuff de determines what the story is and whoever's the antagonist has to go in another room, read what they're supposed to do and then everyone else who's left yeah. has to read what they're supposed to do. It's pretty fun. It's a good twist. I played that intoxicated. Oh boy. That, that made things interesting. I feel like the like my uh what is it called brain yeah when you know I'm like paranoid and shit like that's like grows exponentially when I'm under the influence and yes it does I play those games I'm it like does. oh god I have, I, have, <laughs> I have experienced paranoid Blaine yeah there's another game I used to play uh, a lot when I was younger it was called diplomacy I don't know if any of you guys ever yeah, played yeah I've it. heard that it's like uh everyone is a world power and it's kind of like risk but without any of the combat like, risk, yeah. like your armies can move into territories <clears throat> but they can never fight. So it's like they can move into an empty territory, but if there's a uh, another enemy there, they, they get bounced back to where they started from. It's like everyone, like there's a period in the game where everyone stops, talks to each other, makes deals about how they're going to move, and then everyone moves at the same time. And it's like sometimes you get fucked because people don't move the way they said they would. Or oh. I love that. So it's all about like trying to get people to move the way you want them to move. That way you can also move the I way you want to move. I for one would much rather stay in with friends and play a tabletop game any night than go out to bars. I would much rather do that anytime than than go out. And I, I know that's not you. No, being in a relationship, I absolutely agree. If I'm single, I'd probably I would I would out. actually like to meet someone at a tabletop party. That's what I would like to do. Ooh. I don't I'm I there's, a, there's that like tabletop uh place that's not too that's far right. from here. Oh, I, I went there, there I went where we were there with uh, uh, Nadia's birthday or something like that. Someone's birthday. Uh, Josh's I went, something wait, like I that. went to a tabletop place yesterday with with uh Brandon Paula and Jordan and Holly. Okay. Yeah. I Did you guys go go karting? No, we didn't go go karting. Well, they Good. went. They went, and then it got rained out. So then they went bo oh. uh, board gaming, and that's whenever I joined up. I. I want to go go karting. I genuinely despise the fact that in order to like meet new people or to find some for like to to. Uh, like go on a date with mm. other than tinder you have to just go out to like bars and stuff like that's where you everybody is. Yeah, why don't you like just put it like a, if you're on your on like those dating apps like i just want to play board games with you if you want to play board games with me let's play board games i think i think my i think my tinder profile says something along those lines where it's like i i think it's something as simple as like i just want to watch british bake-off and and make out. That's yeah. all I want to do. <laughs> it's like if you're very specific, you're not going to get a ton of hits, but yeah. you're going to find what you know specifically. Yeah. I'm not what trying you're to win for. someone over, or like trick them into like doing like to swiping right at me. But it's like if you're down with that, cool. Swipe left. Swipe wait. Swipe right, and we'll uh, we'll see how this goes. We'll bake it off. Yeah. yeah. They threw like swipe left, and it's like no, John, you, you swipe right. I'm like well, I gotta go. <laughs> 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 I've done that where like you like do you like oh wait which one's which? I like that Tinder's like UI like. Has like the nope that shows up. You're like, okay, I'm doing I the think, right thing. I think they copyrighted swipe left and swipe right. Cool. Really? I think. Sue Someone me. told so we me that. We saw Kingsman last night and they had a reference to it in that. Oh, they did because one guy gets shot down and she tells the guy like, follow my finger. What are we doing? What are we doing? Yeah, I hated that movie. But I love Pedro Pascal. It wasn't good? Man, that first one is so good, but with Matthew Vaughn, it's totally hit or miss, and it was a miss. I think me. the best. I think the best way to put it is that there are two directions that 
fuel or there's two things that fuel why people do a sequel as far as story goes and one is that you have a new story to tell and you, and you and you want to use the original characters as a as a vehicle for that new story but it's something you want to do and then there's the way where you make a sequel where you just want to one up everything that you did in the, in in the first one and you just want to do it flashier and again mm-hmm. and it's that's some people like that. Some people want that from sequels. I think that's why a movie like Finding Dory was very successful. That's all Finding Dory was. It wasn't a, really a story that was that necessary or new. Um, but yeah, Kingsman 2, it's not a bad movie, but it's definitely one that that didn't capture the same kind of feeling as the first one. There was there was like a like a f- almost fucking shot for shot recreation of a couple of scenes, like the, like the bar scene. Pretty it's, solid first act. I liked the first act. Yeah, and then it just yeah, it wasn't great. And then and then it just kind of I, I saw it. It good. was good. Yeah, it's good. I haven't seen it either. It's good. I need to. It's real good. That's what everyone says. Like no one's like crazy about it. it seems like I, it's like, I, it's good. I mean, as it's far fun. as horror movie goes, I liked it a lot. Yeah, yeah. And it wasn't like all that scary. Like it wasn't like your seat yeah. scary, but like it was still a good movie though. It had some like fun. There's parts. one scene in a dark tunnel, like early on, with one of the, the like an ancillary kid mm-hmm. where he gets caught in a tunnel, and it was like I got freaked out. Ah, uh, that was that was freaky. Um, but. None of these movies are going to matter because the greatest movie of all time is coming out. Oh, did you see that Mark Hamill tweeted when the uh, trailer's coming out and then deleted the tweet? <clears throat> yes, in Monday Night Football. <laughs> I was actually referring to Blade Runner 2049. Oh. I'm super fucking stoked for Blade Runner. Um, I have super low expectations for that movie. But it's So do I. Oh, man. I have no expectations. It's, I, I expect that movie to suck so bad. No, okay, well, I wish I had that Because actual... I love Blade Runner. And I, in my mind, they cannot make... A better movie. I What's wish that? that I had that because I have such high expectations that I feel like it might disappoint. No, I'm like, I'm not, no, I'm, I'm, keep, I'm keeping super under the radar with that. I think I watched one trailer for it, and it's like, if, if something comes on on TV, I won't change the channel, but it's like, I'm really not. When's I mean, I'm going to go time, see it. I've when's the last time trailers. you watched Blade Runner, the the original About one? About two or, years ago. Two years ago? Mm-hmm. I rewatched it this last year, and I realized that it's not as good of a movie as 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 I think a lot of people remember it to be. It's Kind of boring. <laughs> no, it's definitely like slow. And, um, and there's like there's like a legitimate like rape scene in Blade Runner. Yeah, I guess with Deckard the female the robot Runner. like is wanting to leave, and he tells her to stay, and he tells her to tell him that he wants that she wants him to stay, and like it's like this is a little pop problematic here, Harrison. It's, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's dark. It's yeah. dark. Um, yeah, I, that being I'm said, with you, I'm with you on that. I, I always feel like Blade Runner. I mean, I only seen it once, and it was a long time ago in high school. Yeah, so that was me. And then I rewatched, and I go, "Oh no, yeah, not it's, as it's, a little bit more." I still really like it. But I'm the new you. one has the world has a lot of creatives that I'm very well, much a fan the, of. Den, uh, Den, Dennis, Dennis, or Denise? Denise, Vin, Denise Villeneuve, Villeneuve, near perfect director. And so I'm looking forward to see. All what I he remember can do. him from is Arrival. What else has he done? He was he did that enemy? Uh, Hugh Jackman movie where his daughter got kidnapped and then I th- prisoners, prisoners enemy he, and Sicario Sicario oh, yeah. Sicario is just fantastic and, and it's uh that was oh god Deacons DP'd that and he's like my favorite DP and he's also doing Blade Runner yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um I love the fact that a lot of these like directors like basically travel around projects with their the same people and it's nice because you can because like. A lot of people attribute like the look in the final product movie to just the director, but it's like no, no. There's like a yeah. A, a, yeah. a director of photography that was there as well, and there's, you know, art department. Like I don't think someone like um, uh, Guillermo del Toro would be 
what he is without his team that he works with, mm-hmm. you know? The the one thing I will say, uh, like I said, I haven't watched a lot of uh, Blade Runner trailers and a lot of promotional material for it, so maybe I'm, I'm wrong. But the one thing that has struck me that seems the most different from what I have seen compared to the original is it felt like in the first Blade Runner, it was a world where almost like Japanese or Asian culture and the United States had really merged. It was mm-hmm. mixed everywhere. Mm-hmm. And I haven't seen that anywhere in the new one aside from that one scene where I guess Ryan Gosling goes and there's like Korean written outside of a building. Yeah. Uh, so it's like I, I, I'm wondering like how different of a world, how different does the world look in this uh, iteration compared to the original one? Because the, the original one has a very iconic style to it. And I'm not seeing that in this in the new uh, promotional material. Yeah. It was like definitely in the slummy parts in, in that movie, but like every time they went to like Tyrell Corporation, it had a different look to it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I, when I uh, when I went to San Diego Comic Con, they had like a whole Blade Runner street that they did. They had this like big collaboration with Johnny Walker, and um, if you went in there, it was like it was totally like stepping into Blade Runner, the original one. Like mm-hmm. there was like they were serving Chinese food, they were serving noodles, and there was like Japanese and or, I don't know. Yeah, and again, of course. They, they've, they've just, you know, they're, they're being very selective with what they're showing. You know, we, I have no idea what's yeah. actually in the movie. But I don't know. Either way, I'm stoked. I'm still, I'm excited to see it. I already got my tickets. Are you more excited for that than Star Wars? <sighs> I don't know. Uh, that's hard for me to say. I, I think, like, Blade Runner, this is probably the last one that they're going to do. Because I don't know if they've mentioned doing, like, more. And like Blade money. Runner is almost of equal standing to me really? as Star Wars. Yeah, really. It's just like that. That world is just so fucking intriguing to me. Like uh, any like I know it's like not one of those movies that you sit down. And you're like, all right, about to be entertained. It's like it's one of those nights where you're like drinking some alcohol and you're just like, I just want to chill and just kind of like think about life for a bit. And that's when I turn on Blade Runner. So I don't know. Hmm. I'm really excited about it for I guess different reasons than everybody else. Speaking of movies. Did you see the trailer for the Mummy video game? The no. Mummy Demastered? No. What is that? Is it based off the movie? Yeah. The Dark, the dark it's, Universe? It's like... Is this a real game? This is a, re- this is a real game, right? We're this, the mummy this trailer is going around? It's on April 1st. Has anybody seen this? No. no seen it. No. It. It's like uh, old... Uh, it's, 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 it's retro style design, like 8-bit kind of looking uh, art. There it is. And it, you play a soldier... Um, that gets raised from the dead and then fights through mummy-like, you know, settings. It, like, it makes me think of Ghosts and Goblins. Um, yeah. Very, very, see, there's your character, and he dies, and he's raised up. And at the end of the trailer is uh, a pixel version of the female mummy from the Mummy movie. Um, but hmm. there it is, which I find hilarious that, like, it, it kind of just, it, it made me realize that even though that movie was just terrible and failed miserably. There's other reasons why they make these movies, and it can be things like, well, we'll make the movie, and then we can make the video game, and the video game's successful, then we still make money and that kind of thing. So just because the movie flops, there's like all kinds of other... I was I was thinking about renting and watching The Mummy <laughs> this past weekend, and... Uh, oh, it's bad. I, I, like, I was looking through um, iTunes, right? Yeah. And they have like the Rotten Tomato score there next to it. Yeah. 16%. Ooh. Yeah. Oh, man. It's... That, that was like, no. Do you I'm, remember when mind. the trailer came out and they messed up the audio yeah. and it was just like, <laughs> they released silence? Yeah. It was just like, ah! I was really excited for that ah! movie, too. So was I. I thought the trailer was awesome. <laughs> the original Mummy movie is legitimately fun and good movie. Yeah. Brandon with Brendan Fraser. Um, yeah. I wonder if that's aged well, though. I, yeah, I actually should go back and rewatch it before putting, you know, my foot in my mouth like that. But yeah, 
This did not capture any of that, and it was so dumb just the entire time. I just like that down to the point of like, let's make the mummy, but let's make her a sexy girl. I, my favorite you part know? is that they released like a uh, a big like marketing photo where it was uh, Tom Cruise, and then like I guess Russell Crowe, and then just like all of the cast of the Dark Universe. Yeah, and they haven't even like they hadn't even released, Johnny Depp. They haven't released the mummy yet. So they have no idea how it's going to be released, but then they're just convinced that they're going to make this whole like cinematic universe. I'm very excited about the rest of the cinematic. Do, are they going to are they going to continue making them? Even though they the were already flopped? in production with a couple of them, and even I think post the Mummy, they announced like the Creature of the Black Lagoon that they were going to add it to the roster as well. Who was the other? There was like a bunch of people. It was uh, it looks like was it Javier uh, or Benicio? It looks like it's Javier Bardem, Javier. Johnny Depp, and that woman whose name I never remember. She, she was in. Wasn't she in like in the Mummy sequel? Which one? Oh, uh, yeah, she was in Kingsman one too. I oh yeah, she was in Kingsman. She had the the sword. That's like. the mummy. That's 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 she's oh, the she, mummy. She's oh, the, the mummy. mummy. She was also she's a in Atomic dancer. Blonde. Oh my god, she got naked in Atomic Blonde. Yeah, that was a fun one. Um, yeah. That's uh, the, the, would the you fact, ever do a nude scene? Would I ever do a nude scene? No, I'm not proud of anything that's going on down there. <laughs> <laughs> You're in an episode of MDB where I'm gonna have to get you naked. Excuse me. Yeah, you're, you got an episode of MDB coming up, so I gotta get you naked. Sorry about that. Pal. Wait, what do you mean that you gotta get me naked? We've yeah, already because we, there's a, it's in the script where you get you get naked, so we gotta get you. Come on, when you say when you say it's in the script, you mean it's in the story that someone already told. Yeah, yeah. so they've told it, and now you gotta shoot it. It doesn't involve the one that I don't we people shot. thinking that it's what? It's someone else telling a story about me getting naked. No, it's, it's you guys talked about it. I don't remember talking about taking clothes off. I was trying to be really careful with that because I had to like. Wear like a skin tight blue Look, thing. We've already all seen your dongle, all right? Your, <laughs> your donger. Please. Your donger. <laughs> I'm so just not happy with that. We'll talk later. Yeah, oh, you, man. You don't have to if you don't want to. Did you do a new team? Uh, I mean, I, he's done. I already have. You guys, uh, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, 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 yeah. So you yeah, say yeah. do a nude scene, but in Hollywood, a guy doing a nude scene, I'm means talking about still, he doesn't have to show. Oh, show my dick. Uh, it depends on like the where. Go if feet? I had like just embedded and it was like, you know, still <laughs> embedded, hanging, it was still hanging low, my donger. Wait, what, you just what? Uh, masturbated. Okay. Because that's like, like, it looks good. Because so, so like, the, it, it goes flaccid, but it's still at the same like, yeah, yeah, girth and yeah, length. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's it hard. looks more impressive. So it's, yeah, you're you look like, like you're just hung like a horse. Yeah. 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 Probably then. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, guys, so you'd be like, I have to go jerk off and then I'll come back and we got like five to ten minutes and, and then, then, yeah. And then that's five it. Five to yeah. ten minutes. I got fucking Superman over five here. Five to ten minutes. <laughs> well, there's the, that, I don't know. Ten there minutes of that girth staying there? That means the blood is. I mean, still... but it's, but the room's got to be hot though. That's another... <laughs> I mean, I would request a cold room. I want as much shrinkage. I want it to be oh, in an no. ice cold swimming pool. I want it to be like inverted. I want it. I want people to be like, "Whoa, what?" Yeah. Uh, Actually, like, wait, like squint. You mm -hmm. want people to squint? I, like, it, do. I want people to buy a 4K TV <laughs> just to see it. <laughs> Did I, I think we talked about it on the podcast, but there was this kid that that actually happened to in the locker rooms. And he'd be like in the corner. Is his name Blaine? Uh, no. Uh, <laughs> although, like, it, I think it did happen to me before puberty hit. Like, I suffered from the same thing. But basically, Where, it's what? like your your penis, like, it's your your pride is like it's like a oh shit. We've looked it up on the podcast. It's like um, a placebo effect type thing. Tori, like, your pride is so hurt, and you just feel so self conscious that your dick literally just goes like. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what, is it Wait, what, what, what noise does it make? It inverts. No, it's like yeah, it's like shrinking dick, like it like kind of like tucks in like a little turtle. 
I've never had an inversion. Yeah, I think that happened to me like before puberty. Like huh. your dick went back in. No, he was just like it. Like it got. He was just like I don't know. There was just a little bump. This. Was there a was bump. just one kid. It happened to him like every day in the shower, and it was a he had, like micro penis. It's rough. Dicks are weird. Dicks are weird. I felt bad for that kid. Speaking of uh, of nude scenes uh, that you would film, have, has anyone here seen uh, that Korean movie, The Handmaiden? Yeah. No. It's a lot of overly gratuitous nude scenes. There's a lot the of Handmaiden. Uh, not 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 Handmaid's Not the Handmaid's Tale. Tale okay. The Handmaiden. I was, keep meaning. Yeah, it was to watch pretty graphic. It. Yeah, and like. It was, I mean, I enjoyed that movie, but even I was like, oh, come on. That's, you're, you're going a little over the top here. Like, the very last scene of the movie is like, that scene doesn't even need to be in the movie. Oh, that's right. They did the, yeah, the like, sharing the toy thing. Yeah, you're like, you're, you're, you just wanted to see them naked. There's yeah. no reason this scene should be in the movie. That's the director of Old Boy, right? Yeah. Yeah, that guy's kind of fucked up anyways. It's it's a good film. I, I recommend you see it. I'll go yeah, check it out because I like Old Boy. Awesome story. Also, also, the trailer doesn't tell you anything at all of what that movie's no. about. Like, I started watching it. It's like, oh. Okay, that's what this movie's about. Oh, I was not expecting that. More movies need to do that. What's a good example of a movie? I think it that helps when it's a foreign language film, right? Like you don't want to sure. like subtitle it or it's just dub it. They, it's a very they do visual trailers. Right. So the trailer focuses on the visuals and like it plays like creepy music to kind of build an atmosphere. Yeah. It's like and that's it. It's like okay, that works. Yeah. I feel like uh, Tin Cloverfield Lane had some pretty good trailers that didn't reveal a whole hell of a lot. For yeah. what? Tin Cloverfield Lane. Lane? Oh, 10 Cloverfield. They did, man. Every time they do one of those God. movies, marketing is. They're done supposed to have another one this this year. Yeah. So apparently there is a third Cloverfield movie, but it was like under the guise of a different movie. And then they're like, oh, no, no, this is a Cloverfield yeah, movie. Yeah. What was it called? It was God Particle. Yeah. This was the, the working title, I believe. Yeah. I don't know what it's, what it's about, though. And honestly, I don't mind. They're probably going to like release yeah, the trailer. They just renamed like, it Cloverfield Movie 2018. Yeah. They'll be like, uh, oh, it's out tomorrow. You know? I. Um, I hope they did. That's what I loved about Ten Cloverfield Lane is they announced it and it came out like a month later. There's yeah. no hype built for it. Yeah, it I just like, went in and I was like, "All right." It's like here's the trailer and it's coming out good. next month. Yeah, it was good. I liked yeah. it. What do you think people still watch movies just for the nude scenes? I don't think so. No, I Be used to. That's what I'm saying. Like when I was before uh, internet. Yeah, yeah like when I was like I'd, you know you'd in watch movies just for a bra scene or something. Exactly. Like because the internet was not as accessible. It was harder to get to. There was like maybe you know people have like one computer at, in their house. It's like in the living room or something. I would watch movies. Yeah, just because they had nude scenes. Yeah, just, just to see maybe some boobs for like five seconds. <laughs> you say boobs funny. <laughs> do I, how, like what? you say you say it like a kid. Yeah, like who's excited boobs. about boobs? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, how should I say them? Uh -huh. Boobs. <laughs> oh God, that's the brown note. John almost took. <laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> that was a little how kid I say trying to say boobs like yeah. an adult. <laughs> boobs. Um, Wait, how do you say boobs? I don't know, but I don't say it like you. You just say it casual. Like it's it's not very casual when you say it. It's like, yeah, you make it sound like you're you're worried that your mom's around the corner is gonna hear you talking about boobs. <laughs> I feel like that was a big part of marketing too, because if you can remember back when they're selling DVDs, like you know early internet time unrated. they were like unrated edition and then it had like a picture of, of boobs on the cover you know like covered yeah, up by yeah. like a skateboard or something I think that started with American Pie too oh for sure American Pie was the first one that was like the unrated first one for me yeah. was uh, old school scary movie as well maybe I hate those. That, movies. But that, those all are after American Pie. Are they? Yeah. 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 I got American Pie is like 1998. 98, I believe. Yeah. yeah. 98 or 99. Yeah. <laughs> uh, here, let me read this other thing. I want to remind everyone, this episode of the Rooster Teeth Podcast is brought to you by Skillshare. Skillshare is an online learning community with more than 17,000 classes in design, photo, and more. 
Premium membership gives you unlimited access so you can improve your skills, unlock new opportunities, and do the work you love. Skillshare believes in accessible learning and the price that reflects that. An annual subscription with unlimited access is less than $10 a month, making it one of the best you can find for online education. Since Skillshare is sponsoring this video, the first 500 people to use promo link in the description will get their first two months free to try out risk-free. Again, that's the first 500 people to sign up or receive a two-month free trial. Go to skl.sh rt to start your free trial now. Man, I, I feel like we've had the Earth collectively has had a bad run these last couple of weeks. Yeah, I, just, uh, I don't even know how to respond to anything anymore. Between like it started with like Hurricane Harvey, yeah, then Hurricane Marie. Well, not then. Uh, then Mexico had two earthquakes, one of which was really, really terrible. And then Hurricane Maria hits Puerto Rico. It's like, come on, give us a fucking break. Yeah, there's so much, so many natural disasters going on simultaneously right now. I was looking at a photo earlier of uh, the island of Puerto Rico that was taken at it was taken. It was a satellite photo satellite taken at night. night. One. Yeah, and it showed like before the hurricane and the islands like totally illuminated, and then. This is the, a picture I was taking like yesterday, and at night it's just like all black. Well, like there's some light. How in San many Juan. days has it been since that? Occurred? Uh, I think it hit uh, five days ago. Well, the thing is, is, is it, it's like Houston or something, right? Not not to say that Houston's worse or better, but like Houston at least has the benefit of of it's connected to all these other places that still have infrastructure and yeah. aren't flooded. It's landlocked. Can, yeah, but Puerto Rico, it's like there's n there's no there's, there's nothing. It's an I, island in the middle of nowhere. I mean, I used to I lived there for a while, and even when I lived there, you know, without a hurricane, electricity was spotty at times, and uh, it would just go out. And now they, I think I read that it's gonna take like three to six months to bring power back online. It's like crazy, and that's uh, for and, the and island. It's, it's just America, right? Yeah, that's America. People, fail to people, people that, forget that. Right? What's yeah, that? it's 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 considered an American. It's a commonwealth. Commonwealth, yeah. but they are citizens. Yes. Yes. And it's like people don't realize, like, oh yeah, Puerto Rico. It's like, yeah, this is this is America where people that's, are going to yeah, be without. To put it in any terms, there are responsibilities. Oh, there it is. Damn. Oh, that's shit. insane. That yeah, and then like they, they said that uh, like a dam was going to fail in the northwest part of the island, and they had to evacuate like seventy thousand people as a result of it. It's just absolutely crazy. Do you see that video of a guy who went to some beach and like the water had just completely like gone mm -hmm. away? Like it looked like whenever there's a a, a a disaster movie and it's like going through a pre-roll newsreel of like mm -hmm. oh all these things have been building up to this climactic event like you know that footage like is going to be licensed for a movie in the future oh i'm sure and that was for uh irma i think when irma was hitting florida yeah i just that, that i'm that just happened. talking hurricanes in general but yeah it's it's pretty fucked yeah and then there's potential nuclear war going on yeah people don't even talk about irma because these other two hurricanes were so catastrophic yeah and, and then the earthquake in Mexico. Irma was yeah. Florida. Yeah, that's the one that hit Florida. And Irma didn't do as much damage as the, its predecessor, the one it came after. Thankfully. That being said, the people that are affected by that, can you imagine they're just like, oh, we're getting outshadowed by all these. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's, it's still a big deal for them. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. On a personal level, yeah, it's it's a big deal for everybody that just goes through it. Right. They're still suffering from uh, uh, flooding and, and all, that, all that shit. I think I, I read that. Again, I'm not going to talk about Florida. I'm going to talk about Puerto Rico. In Puerto Rico, they have a mandatory um, curfew. People can't go out between 6 p.m. and 6 a.m. Why is that? Because it's dangerous. There's no lights. Just drowning and stuff. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's, that's just that's just crazy. I, yeah, I don't even know what to do to like. It 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 does instill a feeling of of helplessness mm -hmm. that that on a scale of like multiple hurricanes and earthquakes stuff like that. It's like. 
what 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 can we do like what can we do to stop that or to help that and it's like i don't know what i can do yeah. well and we talked about disaster buckets and i think not that that's going to help anyone else but Chris, just, are you doing an ad read for no. disaster buckets <laughs> what are you doing i'm just saying like i remember like i think me and bernie talked about it at one point where we like had disaster buckets at our house where it's not that this is like going to help anyone in puerto rico but like I have a bucket of disaster food and like, uh, uh like medical supplies yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, I think and I tell people about that, and they're like, "Why?" I'm like, I don't "No, know. I don't think that's a bad thing at all." I think having having a uh, uh, what's Bernie call his his bag his um his bug bag. out bag bug out bug out bag. Um, that kind of, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. It's that when I look at something like Puerto Rico, that's literally just out in the middle of the ocean, and I'm like, short of the navy actually being deployed to go take care of them. There's really nothing that we can do. Um, I don't know. It's very, very disheartening. Yeah. It's it's overwhelming, right? Like, you, you want to do something. And I've tried, you know, I've given money to some charity organizations, some relief organizations, but it feels like it's a drop in the bucket for, yeah. like, all that shit that's going on. And you know, even if you try to, like, on social media, raise awareness and get the word out there, it's like people are starting to suffer from fatigue, I think. It's like, oh, now, yeah. now what? There's another disaster? Yeah. One of uh, our writers, Dave, his, uh, he's got, like, a grandma out there and some family out in Puerto Rico. This is gra- grandma-in-law. And he, they tried to see if they could go out there and visit her and help her to won't let people no, in. The airports are closed except for like emergency uh, and military flights. And then he was also like, her generator's fucked and that's the only thing that she's getting power from. So we bought her a generator and we're sending it out there. Hope it makes it. We have no idea because like it could be, get looted. It could just, no, they just get it out there like months later, you know? Yeah, who knows if uh, anyone's even delivering anything or if yeah. the, the delivery companies are able to land at the airports there. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, I was looking at that. I was like trying to see like where I lived. It's like, oh, yep, yeah, no, it's dark. It's dark. I would if I was still there, I'd have no power. Why were you living in Puerto Rico? Uh, my family had moved out there and my mother had health issues. So I had moved out to help take care of my younger siblings. Oh, OK. That's so I lived good. there for a while. And also, I mean, I also had selfish reasons. I was tired of working. <laughs> When, what what age were you? My family. I was 25. Oh, OK. So this is this is as an adult. You yeah. lived in Puerto Rico. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. It was awesome because I would help my uh, siblings get ready for school. Then uh, I had nothing to do, so I'd go to the beach and uh, swim all day. Wow! <laughs> I like to. I would like to meet this guy. <laughs> and then it was like, What's up? <laughs> I made friends with like uh, this homeless dude, and he was always like picking up bottles and cans to like sell them into the recycling. Mm. So like I'd go down and I just help him like clean the beach, pick up bottles and cans, and. Give them to him, and he'd take them off and go recycle them. Did you like hit your head in a car accident or something that just changed you? <laughs> Shipwreck guts. Chill. I had nothing going on. I had nothing. Well, I did have stuff going on. I, uh, that's when we started uh, Rooster Teeth. Like, I wasn't here yeah. initially in the early days, but I had to do all of the, um, I did like all of the customer service from Puerto Rico. It's mm-hmm. so, like anytime someone became a sponsor, I had to like process the payment, upgrade their account, and then like make sure they had the appropriate access and everything. Mm-hmm. And you were doing that for Puerto Rico? Yeah. Oh, how's the internet down there? It was okay. I had a cable modem, but it was like 256k down or something. Like it was not fast. Yeah. No, no, it was. um, I'll say it was like 512 down and like 128 up. It was like really slow. Mm. Do you see a version of your life where you just stayed in Puerto Rico and then never came (laughs) back? I don't know. Maybe. And like you still be like, what's Gus up to? And you're still like picking up trash with the homeless. Now, now Gus is homeless too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and the homeless guy just hang out all the time. I like that question. I was like presenting that, like, do you see 
oh, this crossroads in your life. This is the path that you went. You ended up at Rooster Teeth. But what would happen if you'd gone, you know, this path? Or if you'd stayed with yeah. this woman or if you, you know, went to this school? They're like, my probably defining moment was I was, like, on my way to go to Texas A&M. Like, I was just, like, ready to go. I got accepted to both colleges. But that was the one that I was, like, I had no intention of applying for UT because I didn't think I was going to be able to get in. Uh -huh. Not that a and is a backup school, but it's not as good as UT. Um, and, uh, <laughs> and I, like, I went, I, I was... I actually passed through Austin to drop off my girlfriend at the time to then go to A&M for my college visit. And it was that trip that I was like, oh, yeah, fuck yeah, I want to go to UT. This is great. So I was like, I don't know. I could be an Aggie. Like, I probably, my my diversion would have been right before college. I wouldn't have gone to college and I would have just gone to focus on photography. Yeah. And I would have just been what a Never lot of... Never had those parts in your face that really changed. Yeah, this is the farts that changed everything. Thank you for focusing on that, Chris. Uh, you could have never met me. That would have been so I know. Sad. Well, yeah, yeah, if if I, I mean, obviously everything has led up to me being here at Roosty's. I don't think and meeting I, Blaine. Yeah. Then I have a question. And, and culminating in me meeting my lifelong uh, uh, platonic partner, Blaine Gibson. Yep. Yep. So if you're okay with farting in your face, can we do that as like an extra life thing? Is yes. That, yes. Yeah? Yes. Only if we get to release your pissing no, video. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think that exists. I think I deleted it. Um, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Well, I. What? You've deleted stuff. Have I? I assume you have. Do you know who would be who? Would, I don't know if they're participating at all in Extra Life this year, but it would. I think it would be pretty funny if it was Bruce, considering he's known for his farts. His farts. Well, Bruce and Blaine, Bubba, butt fart. If contest. I could have each of them on each side, and I just have my face one in, in each center. eye. Oh no, we one could, in we each could eye. build a contraption where they. <laughs> where they fart into a funnel that then focuses it down to a tube and each goes into one different nostril and have like Blaine on one side and Bruce on the other. Yes, what if, yes, what yes, if we yes. accidentally diarrhea and he's like, oh no! I think that was that was a jackass, wasn't it? Then you would have oh. diarrhea into your pants because you guys don't have to be naked for the fart to exit and go in. And we're not having you guys' naked ass on Extra Life farting it into... Says you, I'd bare ass. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, already, talking, we already talked about the nudity question. Well, no, we have talked about this, but I didn't get to bring it up. And the dick pick, what, what was that? What was Chef that? shots. Chef Come shots. on, man. Jesus. Sorry. You were in that, too. It was. Uh, I, I had a cock sock on. That was it. Like, I remember that day, like, they were like, all right, clear set. Blaine's going to strip down. And I just had a tube sock around my junk. Yeah. And that's I filmed that scene, and then they fucking blurred it. Mm. I was like, I showed my ass for this. I could have, you know. I had a dancer belt on for that. Yeah. It was Bernie's. It still said Bernie on it from Elise's team. <laughs> oh, this seems like right right up your ass. Yeah, too. it did. I sent him a, I texted him a picture of it. I was like, we're I feel like we've attained a special closeness now. That's, oh, puts a bad taste in my mouth. Not a, put a taste. bad taste in my butt. <laughs> 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 yeah, I don't know. I I I got a little irked about it. I was like, come on, guys. We can't afford to buy a new one. Yeah, those things are like 10, 15 Or at bucks. least one that's not labeled. <laughs> <laughs> says, like, give, you can give me one. I'll, in my mind, I'll think it's new, but it says Bernie on it. <laughs> God. It was so, so dumb. Oh. Oh, oh, speaking of butt stuff, did you hear about that? Great transition. That woman who uh, they're looking for in Colorado, they're calling her the Mad Pooper. Oh, I have heard about her. Whoa, I haven't heard, heard about, about her. this. Go on, tell me the story. It's like out of Bob's Burgers. In Bob's Burgers, there's an episode where they're looking for someone, uh, called. they call him the Mad Pooper. But anyway, this is the real life version of that. It's this woman who has been caught several times while jogging. She stops and then just shits in front of people's houses. Did she drop trow or is she Yeah, like she like drops trow. 
shits and then wipes and keeps running. And uh, this one, they, 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 they interview this one and she's like, yeah, I saw her and I you know, yelled at her, said, what's she doing? And she left and the woman they're interviewing says, I figured it was like a one-time thing, like an accident, but she keeps coming back. <laughs> Is it the same house? Uh, it's like all in this like this small area. And the woman they're interviewing is like, there's a restroom right across the street at the park. There's one, there's a gas station over here. And, Remember uh, we were talking about people doing stuff for attention? At least I don't do that, okay? <laughs> I think that might have something to do with like they were old high school classmates and there's like a grudge or something because that sounds like if she's targeting that one lady Well, no, the, the lady got a look at her That's her thing. She just like runs around and poops. That's is it the amazing. same yard? No, I think it's like in a neighborhood. So it isn't a specific vendetta. It's just a thing convenience. she does. It's a convenience. I watched a security camera That's footage con- video of a lady walking into a grocery store and she's wearing a dress. Oh god. And just without even breaking stride takes a shit on the ground and then it's not even a half a second later and the guy walking behind her steps That's immediately an, and he's like, like whoa, whoa. It's like how horses do it. Yeah. Horses just, have you seen a horse walking around like in a parade or something? Just like, they just walk around and they just shit and they don't even look back. They don't think anything of it. And that's, that, I, I have to stop to think to make myself not pee. You know, like there's a whole process behind it for me. What? Yeah. To you make guys, yourself not pee or to make yourself When you're pee? pooping. Not pee. You're saying when you poop, uh-huh. you have to think to not pee. Yeah. I don't even know if I'm capable. I mean, I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't think it's ca- that's possible. No, you, you can't. I think you can only have so many things come out at once. Well, I, have you ever have you ever been peeing and then sneezed? Yeah, <laughs> totally I, I've, I've been shitting and sneezed, and it that stops. hurts. It stops. It's like a chew. It's like it won't. Do you think sneezing is the same as taking a dump? No, I have totally <laughs> sneezed and pissed. Yeah, yeah, time. you can do that. <laughs> What's the limit? I, I, I think. Oh, or like, have you ever also vomit? I think things with your mouth. Things from your head cannot also come out of your ass. And I know like, I had a buddy who was vomiting into his toilet and then he started to shit while Yeah, he was but not at the same time. It's like one one in, one out. Things type. out of your head cannot come out of your ass. Like you can't you, you you can't be expelling things from both your face and your butt. I wonder if it's cause your body like it doesn't want to allow like an airway from like one point to the other. <laughs> it's gotta maintain equilibrium. I know, I mean, but like you can't do it. I, I want to prove you wrong, but I don't know how to do that, I'm, though. I'm almost 100% positive that I have, at the very least, sneezed while I am going pee. Yeah, you, yeah I'm not saying But there's you an interruption in the stream. While you pee, but it stops. See, now I have to do this to actually prove it wrong. So we need to go get Pepper and take it, it to the bathroom. Because your body goes, and while you sneeze, and it stops it. You're saying you haven't been able to poop and pee at the same time? No, I, I can do that. I can do that. Okay. I'm just talking about sneezing or vomiting. It stops the other one. So you can either only you. So what you're saying is that the body only allows either head functions or or pelvic functions yes. happen. Yes. Can't the never the two shall meet. Yes. Yes. That's my my. That's what my studies have shown. Gus, are you are you looking this up? I will now. Can <laughs> you vomit and poop at the same time? It auto completed. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Google. Um. Yes, you can. No. Well, maybe but you o- can't. Only if you're sick. Only if you're sick? I think that's what, that's what I'm seeing is that it's easier for it to happen at that time. Like in a weakened state? You have to be really damn sick. As in it's not a normal bowel movement. Don't tell me what's normal. I can be normal any way I want. It seems like it. If my normal is vomiting and pooping at the same time, don't judge me. All right. There's, I, 
Yeah, don't go too, I, I, too far started, down that hole. I started scrolling too far. You went, you went image search? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I'm not going <laughs> to click on images for that. <laughs> oh, man. I, 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 I wish... I mean, someday I should go back and, like, chronicle all the old podcasts and highlight all of the weird Google searches I did while, uh, while oh, on camera. I love, like, what this job does to, like, your Google search history. Like, uh... Or your targeted ads. Yeah, targeted yeah. ads and everything. Um, and from my desk where I'm at right now, I can see the monitors of two of my designers while they're working all day. And one of them is Tobin, who is one of our illustrators. And he's constantly looking up reference material for when he's drawing. It's a very common thing when illustrators, they have one monitor, they have their, their, you know, their, uh, pen, their, their, their screen they draw on and then they have, you know, reference stuff and the stuff that I've seen him go up like excessively looking because he because he does it for like you know the posters that he's been drawing I'm like we are just fucking over your entire Google search history because I know he's he's like just it's all in the same account like what what is he looking like give us an example well like he's he he had um there's a poster coming up that we haven't uh released yet but it does involve uh he had to draw some some big muscles and he had it's of me he had for days just every image you could think of on Google image search of like bodybuilders mm. and and naked dudes, half naked dudes that were like showing off every like anatomically correct big muscles. And so his it was just bodybuilders like for a week. It's it's interesting to me, like the the creation process for art like that, because uh, I, I don't consider myself a very artistic person, like trying to come up with an idea and then executing it's very difficult. And uh, it was weird to me, I don't know if you heard the news about how Destiny 2 got in a little bit of trouble. Because apparently they had an armor piece that um, looked like it had Keck on it. What is, have what you all is not heard this? No, I don't, and I don't no. even know what, am I stupid for not knowing what Keck is? It's kind of associated with like the alt-right and Pepe the Frog now. Oh. Uh, so it was like, it looked like symbolism from a, a Keck flag on uh, one of the pieces of armor. And uh, so they had to like, Patch the game to remove it. Then they made a long, there it is. Then they made a long blog post oh. on their website showing like their original reference and how this actually wasn't based in any of that. Like they had this other whole like yeah. train of reference images and like this whole train of thought that led to this. Yeah, but it is parallel to something else that has a different meaning altogether. That's so what unfortunate. Kek, the origination is um, in World of Warcraft. The Alliance and the Horde could never talk to each other. Yeah. And if I remember right, if an Alliance player and a Horde player were together and a Horde player said LOL, the Alliance player saw above their head K-E-K. Hmm. And, and, and that became a symbol for the alt-right? It's like something they've, they've taken on. Oh, yeah. you, that, you can say the same about Pepe. Pepe, Pepe, Pepe yeah. That's a symbol. It's called appropriation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's, uh, it's just like this weird total coincidence that, uh, that came about. How anyway, terrible. I feel art, so art is terrifying. I feel so bad for the artists because they probably had no intent for that and the fact that that has to be associated with what they're doing. And Destiny is such a uh, art driven game. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful. When's when's the stupid PC version come out? October 24th, I think. I have another month. Yeah, I'm waiting too. Damn it. I'm yeah. Put PUBG in the meantime. Wait, I've, um, I've been playing a lot of fucking PUBG. They're over 12 million players now. Doesn't uh, I got down my ranks at 85,000. I'm so happy. Doesn't uh, Cuphead come out this? Like, I think next Cuphead week? comes out. Yeah, this week. Yeah, that move that that game has been in finally for forever. Mm -hmm. I went back and played uh, Last of Us, the remastered version, and I'm super fucking excited for the second one. Yeah, they, don't, they didn't even have a release window at all for that yet, right? Yeah, I think 
I mean, there's like a PlayStation Expo coming up soon, right? Yeah, it's in December typically. I'm sure they'll talk about it then, but yeah, they. I mean, that's when they revealed it was at uh, PSX last year, so it was last December when they had that trailer, which is a fucking great trailer. Yeah. Was I'm it? I'm excited for that game. Like two E3s ago, the Cuphead was like announced. With oh, that it was trailer. longer than that. Forever. Cuphead. I'm looking it up. Um, I think it was over two years ago. Oh yeah, September comes 29th. out September 29th. Oh, I remember that. That was so long. Ago. The with like the yeah. the 19. 50s or even earlier. Yeah. Or, no, it's like 30s and 40s. Yeah, 30s. And 40s. I remember. Yeah, man. I feel like everybody's super excited about that game. That game. I'm probably gonna pass on it. Like it doesn't super interest me for some reason. It I'm was, not sure why. It was revealed at E3 2014. Whoa. Oh wow, that's been a while. Shit, or get off the pot, guys. Come on. I think that the the game underwent um. What do you, what's the proper term? Like a, a refocus. Like they had built the game, and I think the initial iteration of the game. Again, I, I'm going off the top of my head here. Uh, please correct me on Twitter if I'm wrong. Hashtag, <laughs> hashtag RT Podcast. I'm being serious. We're yeah. here, only if it's live. If it's not live, don't bother. Um, I thought the initial version of the game was mainly just like boss fights. It was like one boss fight, oh. another boss fight, another boss fight. But they decided to add more story and flesh it out and add levels between the boss fights. Mm. Oh, good. So that's why like it's taking longer to come out than it was oh, initially okay. supposed to. That makes sense because I feel like boss fights are only fun if you build up to them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. it was, and it's always, I think, supposed to be. Oh, and someone corrected me on Twitter. Who is this? Uh, XX Panda Cow XX says it was the other way around. Alliance Kek. Isn't that what I said? Alliance Kek from Horde Sane. LOL. I thought that's what I said. If not, I'm stupid. close enough. Yeah, I think you saw it. You said, no, 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 no. Yeah. fuck it. Um, so, yeah, um, it's always supposed to have been a very difficult game. How, what, what year do you think uh, World of Warcraft will shut down their servers? Oh, man. Man, I don't know. Still has. A lot of a lot of people uh, playing. They get a yeah. surge every when time they, they do an expansion. Do you think they'll ever do a new World of Warcraft? But even even yeah, they'll, I'm sure they'll do some sort of sequel at some point. But even then, it's like they're going to keep as long as people are enough people are paying to where it makes money. Wait, what do you well, mean they will make a sequel? There's no need for a sequel. That's what the expansions, expansions are. Yeah. Well, I was going to say like I mean, there's probably some math involved where well, you know, it's cost this much to keep the servers on. That's We're the thing, but much. like. Relaunching and when does it get to the point? Because I remember the day like they shut down like the Star Wars uh, online uh, servers, Galaxies. Yeah, yeah Star Wars Galaxies. That was that one. Um, but yeah, I mean it's still big, and like like I said, it gets a big resurgence every time the expansion. I mean, I I played the expansion. I I probably paid for three months of a subscription once the expansion came out. Yeah, and then I stopped and not playing it anymore. Mm -hmm. But like, what if you're to guess right now? Put money on it. What year? No, oh, so we're going to put it into the podcast. Yeah. So this, Let's see. When did it come out? How old is World of Warcraft? It came out 2004. Yeah. Korea's probably going to bomb for... us in like <laughs> a couple of months. So. Yeah. Uh, uh, let, let, let's say I have two answers, two potential answers, and I'm going to go with they're both not great. I say 2025. I was going to say 2024. They're going to hit say 20 years. For some reason. Because it's twentieth anniversary. Yeah. I was thinking maybe if they want to shock people, they could do it at twenty nineteen, like at a fifteen year anniversary. But that seems too soon. Almost. Why would they like on an anniversary be like, "Hey, thanks for being around can, for so no, long"? No, then they can have like a big mm -hmm. event. Like this is the conclusion to the story. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. Like build hype for it, get to it, and be like, That's well, "I thought it was twenty twenty one, but I don't know." That's just kind of like a guesstimate, like where it's at right now, <laughs> and like I feel like in four. Years or so, it will have died down, but I don't know. 
Who knows? It might get to a point. I mean, they could always pivot it too. I mean, you look at what a game like Skyrim or Minecraft does, right? Like I think Minecraft's actually a better example where they take the game and then they just put it on every platform possible. And now they just had a recent update where all the platforms can play together. Like you might reach a point where World of Warcraft is just on everything. Like ah, you've got it on your phone, you got it on your tablet. People are playing it on their phone. Huh? I feel like that's a different story though, because Minecraft was like the hot commodity. Like everyone was playing it, and so that time has passed. World of Warcraft, well, that time has passed for World of Warcraft though. Like I don't, I feel like it doesn't have quite the hype about, behind it anymore. To where they're like, we're releasing it on phone, and everyone's gonna be like, oh my god. Oh, like I mean, they just transition it to a service where it's like you pay even cheaper, right? Like say five bucks a month, and you can play it on your computer, you can play it on your phone, you can play it everywhere. It's like you've just got it. It's like they missed that window. Nah. Well, World of Warcraft has, I think, but but you look at yeah. a game like Skyrim, which is already a few years old, and they're just porting it to new platforms, and they're still charging like the retail price for that. Yeah, God, they must be making bundle off of that game. That's insane to me. The amount of the places that Skyrim has just been put on. And all that being said, I still haven't played it yet. So it's, Ben, it's Ben did game, confirm though. Cuphead was originally solely a boss rush game. Yeah, because that was all that was always in the trailer was yeah. them fighting bosses. And the scope did change. Thank you, Ben. It's not glitch, please, but I appreciate it. I'm excited about it. I love that animation style, and I love I love that the idea of of being able to take something like that and turn it into a playable. It just blows my mind. You can take something that took people hours and days and months to draw, and you can just have a computer generate that same style, and I can actually play that character and decide what they do. Mm -hmm. Blows my mind. Let me read this. I want to remind everyone: this episode of the podcast is also brought to you by Tracker. We're all looking for something. For some, it's love. For some, it's purpose or unforgettable experiences, but for most, it's your keys. Eight years ago, Tracker changed everything when they released their first tracking device. Now they've done it again with the all-new Tracker Pixel. With Tracker Pixel, you'll never worry about losing your things again. Tracker Pixel is the lightest Bluetooth tracking device on the market. You place Tracker Pixel on whatever you tend to lose, whether it's keys, wallets, even your cat. It's small enough to fit anywhere. When you misplace an item that has a Tracker Pixel attached, use your smartphone and a 90 decibel alert will help you find it in seconds. It even has powerful LED lights, so you can find anything even in the dark. Lose your phone? Just press a button on your tracker pixel and your phone rings, even if it's on silent. You can even locate your item if it's miles away, because every tracker user is part of the largest crowd locate network in the world. Tracker's 30-day money-back guarantee means you truly have nothing to lose. Go to thetracker.com slash rooster to get 20% off any order. That's thetracker.com slash rooster for 20% off. Thetracker.com slash rooster. I'm going to spell it out. It's T-H-E-T-R-A-C-K-R dot com slash rooster. It's the tracker.com with no E, the tracker.com slash rooster. Thanks, Tracker. I feel like people have a real problem with that. I, I, I know a lot of people who have a real problem with losing stuff all the time. I don't lose, one no. of them normally sits in that chair right there. Yeah. Um, so, you're oh, you're talking about art styles. I, I feel like that about a lot of things, right? Like, so like animation and stuff like that, people were like blown away by like Steamboat Willie and that early animation, which mm -hmm. is kind of what Cuphead reminds me of. And now it's like, like you said, in real time, you're doing mm -hmm. all this. But it's the same with like 3D environments or VR. It's like, this is stuff that used to require tons of hours of work, could not have been done in real time. And now it's just like, oh yeah, it's no problem. Yeah, I guess it's just something about the fact that it's a, it's a, it's a drawn format. I don't know, because I just associate it with literally a cartoon I used to watch and the fact that I could... It's the idea of controlling a cartoon I used to watch. What do you associate Cuphead with the most cartoon-wise? Mickey Mouse. Mickey Mouse. Like old, old, I think, I think yeah. Popeye for some old, reason. Uh, old uh, uh, Silly Symphony 
mm-hmm. yeah. style things. Did you see that today? I learned about Silly Symphony and Looney Tunes. It was on Reddit a couple of weeks ago. Uh-uh. That those were just intended as promotional, like Looney Tunes was just supposed to be promotional cartoons for Warner Brothers music catalog. Huh. That's why it's called Looney Tunes, T U N E S. And Silly Symphonies was the same for whatever studio put them out. It, it was just advertising for their music catalog. You just blew my mind with that tunes. Uh, Crazy, revelation. right? Yeah. You never thought about it as a kid. But wait, it, but it was spelled T U N E S. Whoa. It's, I was like, I've never thought about that at all. You know what blew my mind recently? What blew your mind recently, Diddy Chris? Kong. Diddy Kong's quest is is not Diddy Kong's quest. It's Diddy's Kong quest. D- Diddy's it's Diddy's Kong quest. Conquest, like C O N Q U E S. No, 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 no. It's not. Con- it's no, not you're Diddy's right. Yeah. Kong's, it's not Diddy Kong's quest. Diddy's Kong quest. Yes. Oh, it's the podcast, folks. Thanks for tuning in. No, no, uh, <laughs> no, no. I think you blew Blaine's mind. I, I didn't care. I never played the you, Kong games. So. Do you think, um, like, so we're talking about the, the animation being blown away by it, and I remember going through phases like that as animation was progressing in its complexity, especially the 3D animation stuff. Like, I remember watching It's a Bug's Life and watching the grass move in that movie and thinking, this is photorealistic. And then you go back and watch, you're like, this looks like plastic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and even later on, like Gollum was a, a time where it's like that's amazing. That's a, that's a fully realized character in the, in the middle of everyone else, and you and you you're you're taken into there. Um, and I guess we kind of got there with like uh, like stuff with like War of the Planet of the Apes and stuff like that with like the motion capture of Holy the face shit. and everything, or so even realistic. like like I'd say like Benjamin Button and all that kind of stuff. Like, you, you think we're gonna now, run out of those? You think? You, are you saying at a certain point we'll? It no longer, you won't look back and be like, oh, look how bad that looked. Yeah. Like, it's just achieving it's just such realism. Look. I think the breaking point was definitely in uh, Scorpion King, whenever The Rock was the Scorpion. <laughs> so good. So, good. Good. so fucking With bad. the guy at the bottom going, no! He runs in. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to send something to the uh, broadcast Slack channel if we could bring it up. It, it kind of speaks to the point that uh, that John's making. Let me see if I can get it in here. Like, uh, seriously, when I saw Final Fantasy Spirits Within, I thought this was amazing. Mm-hmm. This looked like just the fact they had pores in their skin and, and their I eyes. Remember, I remember that, yeah. That, like, that blew my mind. I was get upset whenever you see like the Final Fantasy thing. I think they did make a movie for that in that style, like that animation style. But like uh, for Knights, no, was it Knights of the Old Republic? What was the Star Wars game? I guess it is Knights of the Old Republic. They make these awesome cinematic. The Old Republic. The Old Republic. They make uh, these cinematic uh, videos to promote the next thing. And they look so fucking good. And I want to see a Star Wars movie that's made like that. This is (laughs) an old uh, like gaming magazine cover. It's like, yes, this is an actual PC game screenshot. Unreal. What is this? February 97. It's like twi- just a little over 20 years ago, people were blown away that that's what a computer game looked like. That's awesome. You'd be pissed if a game on your phone looked like that. Yeah. I don't even know what I'm looking at there. <laughs> <laughs> but it's just like it, the the technology and the ability to to produce that is, is crazy now. Yeah. So much hardware for it. But like I don't know, I just I I, I I guess there is still things that happen that still blow my mind, like the the stuff we can do with water effects now and 
the stuff we can do with hair. Well, a lot, and a lot of that stuff, like a plugin, right? It's like, oh, they're just gonna use the water plugin now. Boom, done. Yeah. Well, that was that was actually really interesting. Was uh, I love? I used to love back in the day when we actually watched like featurettes for movies when you get the DVD and you watch the behind the scenes stuff. Yeah. I don't watch that stuff anymore. But I love the Pixar ones because they they really did go in in depth into how they were able because they were you know. Every time they come out with a movie that they had to have a new feature that was hard to anim animate before, they would one-up themselves all the way from Toy Story being very a lot of plastic stuff up to like human hair on people like in The Incredibles and that kind of thing, all, all the way into Nemo where we're doing water excessively. And so I loved watching the behind-the-scenes stuff and that there was an entire department in these companies, in Pixar, that were just coders, that were just creating programs, not like the actual animators, they were just creating programs that would simulate mm -hmm. these things and able to to make these things act a certain way. I knew someone who was a, a coder at Pixar for many years, and her job was just to make shaders. Yeah. It's like that's all she would do. She would code to write shaders for the animation. There's a featurette in the Finding Nemo one because they they made all kinds of programs to simulate different kinds of water effects, not just like, you know, waves above the water, but how it would look if you looked up from the bottom of the ocean, up at the sun and that kind of thing. And they even talk about that they had created this effect, which is essentially the when you are at a uh, fish tank and there's the corner of the fish tank. When you go around the corner of the fish tank, you're seeing oh, yeah. two perspectives at yeah, the same yeah. time. Oh, right. And they needed to create something that would be able to do that because there was a fish tank in the dentist's office. And then they realized they hadn't put a shot into the movie that featured that. So they literally put a shot in the movie just so they could feature that thing. And so there is a shot that goes around the corner because someone programmed that. And, and how, like, how pissed off would they be if the guy who programmed how fish tanks react and it was just in the background never really like something in the foreground that really needed it it was like when they were making the Incredibles they were originally because that was like Incredibles was the first time they put a ton of human figures right. mm -hmm. um, and so they talk about how they made like a master person that then was just a everyone was a variation of this person but early on in production they were told they're going to be all in the background and we only need this so many people but then as production went further and further they, like people kept getting in the foreground and they had to create these very detailed humans that even if you go back and watch The Incredibles, it's not that amazing to look at. But at the time, that was like pushing the boundaries of what these programmers could do. Right. I think like the the most iconic use of visual effects is probably the show Jimmy Neutron. Super realistic. <laughs> Thank you for shitting on my on my wonder once again, no, Blaine. I, I watched The Incredibles the other day and, and like it is by today's comparison. I'm actually really curious what it's going to look like when they make the sequel because like when you compare it to modern animation movies like it's it looks like kind of rough but it that story well, yeah. it's still amazing do. because all it was it was one of the it was one of the first times that they'd done a ton of clothes um like before like that fabrics and the things, fabrics yeah. before that like booze like clothing in monsters inc was like that one of the first times they really like the made shirt swing made stuff. stuff actually swing but then it was like hair was a big deal in incredibles because they had these main characters like violet has this long hair that moves and everything and yeah was, but you could argue solely though right but um it was even things like um wet hair because they fall in the ocean oh, and yeah. they come out and that kind of thing and there's and they're moving at super speeds but yeah when they did sully they had to do all kinds of things where they had to break sully into patches and and patches would act certain ways and react certain ways instead of like programming every single hair but um incredibles on a story and character and and everything about it is a perfect movie and i i will argue that to my dying breath it yeah. is perfect I, I watched the movie and it's like a, i feel like 20 minutes passes it's like, just, it's, it's really it is good. just perfection. Maybe one of the best movies ever made. Yeah. There, there was um, a comparison video I saw a couple of months ago 
since you're on the topic of Pixar, little mm. pivot here. Um, you know, at the D23 Expo, Disney showed, when was it Disney? Yeah, I guess it was Disney's D23. There was a, a trailer shown for Kingdom Hearts 3, and they showed Toy Story characters oh, yes. in Kingdom Hearts 3. And then I saw comparison videos showing footage from Kingdom Hearts 3 running on a PlayStation 4 compared to the original Toy Story movie oh. in 95. And it's like, yeah. in 95, this took, you know, rooms of computers, hours to render. And now look, it looks better on like a $300 piece of hardware that you can buy in your home. So it's and like you the, can control it. Yeah, it's like the movie and then there's the game. Jesus. Whoa. It's, like, it's so crazy to think about. It's like, and then, yeah, like you said, it's a game. You can move the camera. You can, it's it's rendering it on the fly Yeah, it's, for it's you. rendering. It's Well, that's what everyone was saying even like um, when, uh, uh, what was the, uh, the big, almost prehistoric, but sci-fi girl one that came out recently. Oh, uh, Horizon Zero Horizon. I didn't play it, so I can't remember the name. But watching images of that, people are saying this is being rendered live on a system. Yeah, those kind of moments still, I'm like, this is amazing. We're in the future and I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then again, in 20 years, we're going to look back like we just looked at that magazine cover yeah. and be like, oh, that looked like garbage. Well, that was something that they showed. Um, uh, there, was, there was a promotional clip they made for the most recent Planet of the Apes movie where it was... Uh, circus Andy Circus talking, and then they transitioned from Andy to Caesar, mm. and it was an amazing clip to watch. And that's the big thing was that they can now track you know a, a face and make it the performance. It's it makes me just think like what's the thing that we're going to be marveling at? Because like motion capture wasn't a thing we could do. It was everyone did it manually. Now we can just mo- motion capture. Well, now it's stuff. performance capture. It's yeah. like it's even beyond that. It's like yeah. even like you're like talking about the individual tracking. Yeah, all the dots of on facial the face features. And so and, I'm, and, I'm, 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 you know, that's the fun part of, 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 I think cinema is constantly pushing the envelope with stuff like that. I remember playing Mario 64 and thinking I was in the future. Oh yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God. You can move the camera. It's like three dimensions. I yeah. remember oh 1080, 1080 snowboarding. There was a oh. lens flare whenever you passed by the sun <laughs> and I was like, holy shit. Yeah. This is epic. And like. 1080 looks like dick now. I think a really cool new thing that's happening in cinema is the idea of of um, faking the camera in that they can do things like these insane continuous clips of of scenes in movies, but they make it seem like really it's all seems like as though the camera was really just on this tiny drone. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's even shots still in movies nowadays that I'm like, I don't know how you did that. Yeah. I don't know how you did that. And, that, and I love that. Like watching a... a uh, here's the clip, yeah, from the Andy Circus starts off. Um, but watching Children of Men, and yeah, that's, watching like, that's like the one I always think the 360 of. scene, or even like watching uh, the first Kingsman and watching that single take fight sequence in the church. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you can see points where they might have cut it in. There's some like hardcore wipes in that with like people hitting the camera and stuff. Yeah, the craziest one though is uh, it's still like you said, Children of Men, that that battle scene towards the end of the movie, yeah, where it's like an eight minute long take, yeah. And, and there uh, and and to watch the the feature of how they did that and they created this vehicle with this rig that's all a rig that they did and then put in like windshields later on in digital product in, like in post but yeah that was like this car that had the camera inside the vehicle and oh no you're in, talking about another scene you're, yeah I know the you're one you're talking the car about scene. oh yeah the the There's, ones yeah, where they're yeah, walking yeah. on the street with the car scene that one's insane is that the same director as uh, Gravity and uh, yeah. no Remnant. Yes. Yeah. There was a scene in the Revenant, I think, that, like, he goes down a waterfall or something. And I was like, how the fuck did they pull that off? Uh, they pulled off the, the fight scene in Creed, in the middle of Creed. The Oh, yeah. That's great. It's actually a single take. 
they actually did. Have you watched Creed? Oh yeah, fuck yeah. Um, so that times. first fight he has is a single take fight, and they actually shot it in single the take. One in Mexico. Um, is what that where it takes place? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so he like yeah. Anyway. And they actually, what's cool is that they then digitally put in, uh. Damage and wounds hmm. so that they could just continue to shoot it because he gets damaged throughout this whole thing That's awesome oh, that, like they, the that they use other features like that cuts. to be able to to do single take shots like that now Yeah, it's neat, but I feel like I don't know Sometimes you got to be careful with that stuff like it gets it can be a little too masturbatory and a little too like show-offy and distracting Yeah, I think talking about Kingsman one pulling it off really well Kingsman two has a lot of moments like that where it's just too much It's yeah. a bit much And they're using um, that same technology to Take out Henry Cavill's mustache for Superman. I'm really curious to see how what Justice League is going to. I love that. Wait, why that. are they taking? I love uh, that. In Mission Impossible, the upcoming one. I think Mission oh, Impossible wait, Six. Oh wait, you told me. Yeah, he's got a mustache, and then they had to do reshoots with Whedon, so then they had to take his mustache out. They had to take. I wonder out if they had to get like a little green uh, tracking <laughs> marker, or not even a marker, like a little cover. Like you know, you, if fast food people who have facial hair, they have to wear like a. Masks to keep their hair out of the food. Like I would yeah. get to get like a little cover for his mustache. Dude, had Superman get... returning in the next Justice League movie is probably the worst kept surprise. He, it was for... on the fucking poster at first. Was he the really Superman logo? Yeah, it's just like everybody wait, that's, fucking knows. Wait, that, how is that a surprise? Yeah, how is that a surprise? Because he's not in any of the trailer. Yeah, because like yeah, he's not in the trailer, and they're not like saying directly that Superman's going to come back. But Superman's coming back. Like they know everybody knows that he's been shooting it. Uh, they've been like mentioning it and like well, they to did it. have a trailer. It's like, I'm glad you could be here. Well, like, they don't. They still don't know. Like people are thinking that might like be it's lantern. this. You can't save the world alone, and it's got all of them. But look, the Superman fucking logos right there. It's like all their other logos. Well, duh, they're not gonna kill him. Well, they well, already killed him. Well, I know, but the duh, they're not gonna like. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm an old comic book guy, but like that death and return of Superman is a story that's like 20 years old. I get that. 30 and, years and, old, and I understand, but it's still like. You should try to lead the audience to think, yeah, maybe he's gonna sit this one out and it's not gonna be for a few years and then like it should be a surprise, you know? Oh, I it's like it's like Gandalf. I didn't read the books. I had no fucking idea who Gandalf the White was and then he was there. And yeah, like, you're right. Oh my you're lord. Right. I like those moments. I actually <laughs> my lord, I, my lord. I wish my these, lord. <laughs> I wish these franchises would would kill off characters like or, much more. This also goes back to our previous discussion about how the Handmaiden has such a good trailer because it didn't give shit away. Mm. Like maintaining that surprise where you can put a trailer out that kind of gives the feel of what you're getting into yeah. without really giving away anything important. I don't watch anything past the first teaser anymore. And even when I'm in movie theaters, I look down at the ground and put my fingers in my ears. I remember watching you do that one time. I was like, is John okay? You were like, <laughs> I'm tired of it. I'm tired of like, they flat out give like huge Ooh. plot points now. And I'm just, I'm like, I, I love movies. I love going to the movie theater. I love that experience. And the fact that going to the movie theater alone can ruin the experience of well, another movie. Cup, but will cup. you go see what a movie's rated before you go see it? Like if it's reviewed well? PG. Um, somewhat, but uh, that's still, I go to the movie enough where it still doesn't deter me from seeing a lot of movies. Quick correction. Uh, two people on Twitter who is this total nerdster, of course, and uh, <laughs> sick fit curls. Uh, both have a correction. It was Alfonso Cuaron did Children of Men and Gravity. That's right. Inaritu did Revenant and Birdman. There you go. Mm. But I believe uh, that Cuaron was a was a producer on Birdman. Revenant. I think he was still on oh, Revenant. He was like I think they worked together. They collaborate. Uh, yeah. But he did not direct it. Oh, thank you. Whoops. I'm gonna, I'm gonna like your tweets. Thanks, guys. Gravity's another one that blows my mind. The stuff that they were able that they did in order to recreate that, of like. 
that a huge chunk of the movie is just digital, but then they filmed people, you know, like, um, what's her name? Is the main character. Sandra, Sandra Bullock. Bullock. Sandra Bullock. Yeah. In this controlled space, making the motions they needed to make, like actually flipping her around and that kind of thing. Yeah. And then having to put her into it. And, and, then, the, and, the, and then her, like, yoga pants and that. was, it was a good shot. It was a good shot. Yeah. What? She had yoga pants? Yeah, she had like a little... It's this great, like, embryonic, like, uh, fetal position shot where she's, like, finally got the, the her first breath of air since, like, all the stress has happened and she's in, like, zero gravity and, and just kind of curls up and just floats there. It's this great shot. But, yes, she looks fantastic and her legs look great. Yeah. But again, I thought that was another one of those shots that was like, it looked cool, but it was like, all right, we get it. Like, it was totally a, it was a, it. It was like, That didn't take right. me out of it at all. I, I, that was like, that was an emotional Anytime moment for Superman me. Superman does the Jesus pose, it's like, all right, we get it. Chill out. <laughs> we'll on the nose. Yeah. So, uh, okay. I just want to make sure that we're saying everything correct and it looks like nobody else is correcting us. <laughs> it's, always, it's, it's, it's hard, like when you're talking off the cuff and live without, I mean, I try to look up as much as I can, but that slows the conversation down. Yeah. It's hard to... Well, you don't do that talk when you're and, just talking to people. Right. You're, Normally, you're going to get when you're friends, wrong. you're eating lunch, and you go, wah, 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 wah. That's how know. you go. That's exactly how it is eating lunch with Chris. Yeah. Um, we're getting close to time. I'm going to wrap up soon, but there is one more thing I want to bring up. Um, I saw the guy this. with the weights. Oh, no, but I'm going to bring that up instead. You're right. Um, there was a, a guy in Germany who was working out. Well, it, maybe it started as a workout, but it ended up as something different. Uh, firefighters had to spend three hours helping extract him from weights because he stuck his dick in a weight, like where the barbell should go. And uh, there's an awful photo of um, the, 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 it's just like the weight destroyed, yeah. like broken because they had to break it to get his dick out. What? And uh, so you were you were explaining to me when I brought this up earlier about how there's different kinds of weights. Yeah, so there's like an Olympic sized barbell, and I can't remember what the exact measurement is, but like the diameter of it, the barbell is like a little bit wider. I think it's like an, between an inch and a half or two inches or something like that. So I don't know if that guy. I don't think he got it stuck in that big of a weight because then they also have like the personal gym diameter ones, and those are like a much smaller hole to stick on the barbell, but. Yeah, I I also don't know what he's doing in the first place. What, his, wait, his wait, dick what, so this is the firefighter spent three hours trying to remove his dick from the disc using a cutting grinder, a vibrating saw, and what they called a hydraulic a rescue device. Saw. Wait, so he stuck his dick in the weight? Yes, and, and it then stuck. it got stuck. Yes, for three hours while firefighters tried to was cut he, the weight was, off. Was he erect? I don't know if you're limp. Or like, what was he doing it? Why was he? He was probably fucking it, Chris. I mean, what do you want? Well, but, uh, <laughs> Wouldn't it be funny if in the picture there's well, like he could have been working out. Hair. You don't. Know. <laughs> he like put the dick, the disc on his dick, and would like lift it just using his dick. I to, like, mean, honestly, yeah, yeah. he might have been doing Kegels with like a weight. Kegels with that weight, man, that's impressive. Yeah, but I think probably two point five kilograms. What is that? Um, five and a half pounds. He was probably doing weighted kegels then to see if he could do it. <laughs> my my theory is that uh, he was able to slip into it, and that's all fine and good. But then he probably got hard, and then the blood pressure just kept building up to where it like swole up to where he couldn't fit it out. Out. So it was just like, it's like a Chinese finger trap. Yeah, kind of a finger trap. But honestly, I would probably resort to like lubing myself up. You, I'm sure they tried out that. I'm but he was at he, he was at the gym, wasn't he? Can everyone Wait, just, can everyone just please stop fucking things that you're not supposed to fuck? 
Yeah, Donald Trump, stop fucking your country. Can that just be a rule? <laughs> like, if it's not something that is designated as something that is for that recreational activity, please stop fucking well, it. Well, okay, don't put limits on, you know, life, man. Let's put you limits know? on that life. You know what? Let's put limits so we don't get weight stuck on dude's cock. When I was an officer at my old co-op, I think I've told this story before. The butt is technically... I'm not like, saying... I'm saying stuff that like, is not designed for that recreational use. I'd say the butt is designed for that, okay? okay? I'm going right, to agree right, with you right. on that, okay? But I would say that the hole in a weight in a gym is not in that category. So stop it, you dummies. When I was an officer at my own co-op, uh, I also ran the gym and I got security camera footage of two people having sex yeah. while working out. And I was like, why would you do this? That's fine. They're having like sex. They, like they were no, lifting, it wasn't weight. Because they they were lift lifting weights and boning at the same time? Uh, the guy was. He was like doing bicep curls with like fucking <laughs> God, 10 that's right. pound weights. Straight out of American Psycho. While, while yeah. a girl was like blowing him. And I just was just like sitting there watching the security camera footage. Just like, yeah. Because I remember my buddy, he like had just worked out. And he's like, oh, uh, Blaine, I found a condom on the gym floor. So I think somebody might have thrown it in there. I was like, okay, I'll investigate and see if I can see what happened. And then I proceeded to watch the worst porno ever of this guy having <laughs> sex with his drunk girlfriend. And you knew who it was. Yeah, because they lived in the building with me. Oh. So I, had to, so I had to go talk to him and be like, uh, so there's security cameras in the gym and you guys had sex and I need you to disinfect all the weight equipment because people work out there, myself included, and that's fucking disgusting and there's like cum on the floor. And I had to like oversee while they were... You had to like watch and you were like lifting the dumbbell too? He <laughs> missed a spot. He missed a spot. <laughs> but yeah, I had to like make sure that they cleaned. It was like babysitting. I was like, you did a bad, so you need to go in. You need to clean it up. And I had to watch them do it. So. I also had a homeless guy throw a porno mag at me because I told him to get out of her stairwell because like it was a safety thing. A, a girl was walking down to class and she felt uncomfortable. So she came to me and was like, hey, there's a guy in there. And I was like, okay, I'll go talk to him. So I had to, I'm so, sorry, there's a homeless shelter here. You got to leave. And he threw a porno magazine at me. And I remember I just didn't react. It just landed on my feet. And he was like, get a life. And I was like, you're living in my stairwell, dude. Like, <laughs> you. <laughs> you. <laughs> um, the last thing I want to mention, I was going to actually mention before the weight thing, before you reminded me about that, was I saw this product called the Dad Bag. Ooh. Have you all heard about this? Is this the... No. It's a oh. fanny pack that looks like a gut, and uh, you wear. It, and they have like different styles as well. It's so realistic looking. I, I don't know that it exists. Yeah, I think these are Photoshop. See, I can see a hard line there. I think there's just like mock-ups for like proof of concept. That might be the zipper though. Yeah, I don't know. But I, why like, is this a thing? I want one. You okay? Think okay. about it. Then once you take it off, they're like, "Whoa, look how man!" Or you could wear it for shape. you could wear it for a while. And then, like, take it off and be like, oh, did you lose some weight? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> Instead of actually losing weight. Yeah. Would Instead you, of actually putting in the work. Would you wear a uh, fanny pack like normal? No. But if it was a gimmicky, yeah, sure. stupid. God, I've probably haven't worn a fanny pack since, like, the mid-90s. I was, uh, I threw away my armband for running a while ago because I think it broke. And I was trying to come up with a solution for keeping my phone on me while yeah. I ran and not having to hold it. And then I... Considered getting my fanny pack and like rigging it across my shoulder or there's like anything any way to make it not just literally around your waist Yeah, what do you care? You're in a relationship. Uh, uh, you don't care what people think. You no, know, it's yeah. true I know I don't give a fuck like I I'll probably fanny pack. once Solana leaves town She's coming this weekend, but once she leaves town, I'm gonna go back to mustache mode Anytime my girlfriend's not in town. I like fuck I wear a mustache. I love 
most of my mustache. It's like I can grow one now, and I feel excited about this. <laughs> I like how you phrased in the way you're going to go back to mustache. Going mode. to mustache mode. Mustache mode. <laughs> mustache mode bling. Activated. All right. Well, let's uh, wrap this up. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.